Well, I was looking for a prize for my new league, a belt or a ring or a nice trophy. My IDP guys went and had my back. The best swag online for champs is found on Trophy Smack. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Good, so good, I have to sing. Go and check them out, they have everything. I can show that I'm the master of my craft. I'm a champion in fantasy and I won't let you forget that. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com. All right, welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the IDP Plus Podcast. I am your host, Dynasty Santa, Steve Thomason. We're going evil Santa this week with the with the hoodie up because my my birds took an awful awful loss this week so i'm you know kind of down in the dumps here um usually the way my team and my fantasy teams go dictates my mood uh for the rest of the week so fantasy did okay enough but man that was a, a pretty shitty loss to the to the jets here uh so this week i'm joined by a fill-in co-host equally as handsome as the previous co-host we have but sean joins us sean why don't you uh, introduce yourself to the people yeah, Sean Tig at uh at Sean eight three eight six on the Twitter. Been writing here with you guys for a little while. My team did not suffer an embarrassing loss this week, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lucky you. Um, awesome, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, Sean's doing a really great job uh, writing, and happy to see his face on on camera a bit now, and voice on audio. So. Uh, welcome, and I'm happy to dive into to week six here with you. So um, we're gonna we're gonna get it started. So uh, Denver, uh, Denver uh, was at Kansas City this week. So the top IDP scores with snap counts, starting off with the cornerback Jaquan McMillan, uh, 23 points on 73 percent of snaps. Now remember, our scoring is the IDP Invitational uh, Charity scoring, so we make cornerbacks relevant again. So there is some enhanced uh, bonus scoring for for solo tackles and passes defended for corners. So that's why you see McMillan atop the list here um, at only uh, 73% of snaps. Uh, right below him, Alex Singleton, 21 points on 100% of snaps and also chipped in a tackle on special teams. Uh, Justin Simmons, 19.6 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, Patrick Sertan, the corner, 17.5 points, 100% of snaps. Josie Jewell, uh, although the snaps aren't looking great, 76% of snaps, he did score 16 points, uh, seven solos, two assists with nothing else. So I uh, hope to see Jewell start climbing uh, and kind of replace Singleton there for, for all the Jewell owners. Um, Jonathan Cooper, the defensive end, 15 points, 66%. Zach Allen, the defensive tackle, 12 points on 89%. Kareem Jackson, the safety, nine points on 99%. Nick Benito, the defensive end, eight, eight points on 77% of snaps. Uh, Damari Mathis, the corner, six points on 100%. Jonathan Harris, defensive tackle, five points, 65%. Mike Purcell, the DT, five points on 51%. Ronnie Perkins, the defensive end, two points on 39%. Drew Sanders, Tyler Lancaster, and Matt 
Henningsen, all one point on 18, 18, and 15% of snaps. So, um, Sean, I'd like to start with uh, Alex Singleton versus Josie Jewell. Is this just Jewell, you know, still kind of uh, ramping up from injury? Like, we, we kind of saw these snap uh, counts flipped at the beginning of the season before uh, Jewell missed, what was it, one game with an injury, I believe. Um, so has he, you know, lost his job, or, or do we think he'll retake this, the 100% uh, role over Alex Singleton in the coming weeks here? Yeah, man. Good question. Like I say, it, this was uh, you know Josie Jewel's show with Singleton as the uh, the uh, the bat or the uh, the Robin here, and uh, right, it has been flipped. And <clears throat> look, I think this is his first game, maybe a second game back from injury. I was thinking this yeah. is first, but I, I assume that's got something to do with it. I've actually been down on both these guys in recent weeks because it didn't matter who was starting, who was playing, the production just wasn't there. And uh, it's good to see them both producing now, but I would like to see Jewel get back up to that 100% yeah. level. I mean, he's still in this type, in this defense, you know, even if Jewel's not getting to 100, you can see there's 16 points. I mean, he, I guess he's sort of relegated to a matchup play to a certain extent um, until we do officially see those snaps happen. I mean, I don't think there's really any amount of news or reporting that's going to give us a clear answer to that question. So, unfortunately, it does look like it's the Singleton show until we see Jewel officially retake his throne at 100%. So, until then, if you let's say you're deciding between those two specifically, you kind of got to uh, roll with Singleton for the time being um, over Jewel just because we, we want to see it happen uh, officially first. So... Um, you know, we see the corners up there kind of to be expected against the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, depending who they had on Kelsey um, and whatnot. So, you know, not a whole lot to take away from there. Pat Sertan is actually, you know, for being kind of like a shutdown type of guy, he's having a really nice fantasy season for a corner. So in your CB required leagues, he's pretty much an auto start at this point. Um, I'm pretty sure he's gotten, uh, let's actually check that the, the handy dandy um, fantasy finishes tool. Um, we go over to corners. Oh, this just tells me his uh, where, like what ranking he finished. But I was thinking like, I think he's had double digit points weeks. Uh, so you see, he's a 27th corner. Um, started off a little slow and has had two back-to-back -back pretty good weeks here. So um, maybe not an auto start, but I mean, 27th, that's basically a CB2, you know, pretty uh, pretty close to an auto start there if you're, if you're in CB required leagues. Um, I want to talk about the edge rusher. So Jonathan Cooper versus Nick Benito. Uh, Benito played... Uh, how many more snaps here? Eight more snaps than Cooper, but Cooper happened to get the sack this week. I still like Benito moving forward as as the guy. I mean, he he's going to flip-flop weeks like this with Cooper, and there's going to be weeks that Benito gets the sack and Cooper gets nothing. So um, although the snap counts are very close, he, he is still edging out Cooper, which is why I kind of like Benito, and I just like Benito's uh, – kind of talent ceiling the most over Cooper. So what do you, what do you think for those two guys? Yeah, I, I'm big on Benito myself and we just had several games where he got, you know, like four sacks in the last two or three games. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, edge rushers, they flip and flop. 
it's yeah. it's hard to predict, it's but yeah, long term, yeah. Uh, big concern would be you know when Brent uh, Barry Browning returns. I don't know who do you think eats in there, or is he even going to start? I hate that. I don't think Barry Browning is is a worry in the least bit. Um, Benito's, yeah. Benito's a, a second year, second round guy. Baron Browning is a, what a third year, like fifth or sixth round converted mm-hmm. edge, edge rusher. Right. Um, I'm not worried in the slightest bit. I think if it affects anyone, it probably affects Cooper. Um, if, if if Browning is going to eat into the snap share, um, oh, I want you see Ronnie Perkins is getting run here. You know they. Uh, they basically dumped Randy Gregory and Frank Clark. So you see yeah. Ronnie Perkins getting some run. I believe he's a former like third rounder um, who just from New England who just couldn't shake injury. So, you know, he's getting some run here in Denver. So I, I think he's pretty talented. So, yeah, honestly, Bear Browning is not worrying me about Benito much at all. If it is going to worry me about someone, I would say I would hope that it, it eats away from Cooper over Benito. Because let me see, let me check the, um, uh, let's see, pass rushing grades. Ah, uh, Cooper did have the highest grade this week. How about on the season? Because um, I'm just thinking, I wonder between the two who's actually. Um, okay, so Cooper is grading really well in pass rush. So, um, I just, but I don't know. I feel like Benito uh, didn't get the, he's not very far behind. Benito's um, only about a little over 10 percentage points behind Cooper in pass rush grading. So um, he's actually, Benito's actually got more pressures than Mm. Benito and one more sack. So, you know, he's coming, maybe not with the grades, but Benito's coming away with stats here. So yeah, I I really don't want to let Baron Browning affect my uh, outlook for for anyone that much. And when is he coming back? I keep hearing he's yeah, coming right. back. <laughs> right. So until it happens, it hasn't happened. Yeah. So I'm kind of the anti worry about Baron Browning guy here. <laughs> um, maybe in the in the IDP space. So um, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, you see Drew Sanders is. Pretty much back to nothing, um, you know. One point on eighteen percent snaps. You know, we've been saying in redraft, he's he's cuttable. Uh, Zach Allen, you know, a decent enough game with our scoring, um, but playing eighty nine percent. He's. We're, I'm going to use this phrase, I think, a few times tonight. Zach Allen is like forcing you to start him almost with the, with the snap <laughs> counts. And like he finally had a nice game last week, but like other than that, and even this game's fine. But it's you know in in you know our scoring's kind of I would say aggressive or more uh, robust. Um, if you're in a depressed scoring IDP league, I mean Zach Allen's like hurting you to start him outside of like one week, basically. So, um, but yeah, he yeah, got he, home. Yeah, go ahead. He is not a sexy pick at all right now. Um, <laughs> It, it makes you feel dirty to play him, but yeah. I mean, with bye weeks coming up, yeah, be short on options, especially with his DT eligibility. As long as yeah. he's DT eligible in your leagues, I mean, it's really hard not to 
not the starter. Um, and then Kareem Jackson, you know, playing 99% of snaps. Not the greatest game here. Um, we did see Justin Simmons come back to being the stud that we know he can be. So that was nice. Uh, trade rumors swirling on Simmons. So, you know, if he can lands in Philadelphia, I think it's even wheels more up for, for a guy like Simmons. But it took a couple weeks to get healthy here and seems to be a full steam now. So uh, you got anyone else you want to talk about for Denver? That's that's pretty much it. I think you pretty much hit everybody. Good to see Simmons coming back up top. Uh, Sertan was surprising to see that high, especially you know as you say a shutdown corner. So yeah. I'm not I'm not rushing out to stream him right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't feel like uh, chasing those points. Very true. I think he's more of a matchup play going forward. I I guess I was blinded by this week. I thought he had done a lot better um, the previous weeks, but apparently. <laughs> All right, for the Kansas City Chiefs, we had uh, top scorer was Justin Reed, 24.1 points on 98% of snaps. Uh, Willie Gay, the top linebacker, 16 points on 69% of snaps. Nice. Uh, Nick Bolton, 15.1 points on 88%. Chris Jones, 15 points on 88%. My guy, George Karlaftis, 12 points, solid game on 62% of snaps. Imagine if they just played him. Uh, Drew Tranquil still hanging around 12 points on 37% of snaps. Uh, with Jerry Sneed and Trent McDuffie, kind of like meh games in this one. Uh, Sneed nine and a half points on 100%, McDuffie eight points on 92%. They're still kind of auto starts though in uh CB required leagues. Uh, Jalen Watson, the other corner, chimes in with seven and a half points on just 48% of snaps. Malik Herring, defensive end, seven points, 38%. Leo Chanel, my other guy, wish they would play him more over Tranquil, uh, just five points on 35% of snaps. Mike Edwards, the big plays go away, and you hear plays Mike Edwards with four points on 40% of snaps. Joshua Williams, three and a half points on 19% of snaps. Brian Cook, the, the main safety, gets his snap share back up a little bit but only three points on 81% of snaps. Jamari Connor, uh, backup safety, three points, 10% of snaps. Michael Dana, the defensive end, just two points on 90% of snaps. So we definitely got to talk about him. Derek Nandi, the defensive tackle, two points on 48%. And the first-round rookie, Felix Anduke Uzoma, zero points on just 10% of snaps. So I'll flip up back to the top here, Justin Reed. You know, he's the strong safety. We kind of liked him for a bounce back this year. Uh, just really wasn't coming up with the big plays last year. And uh, this year he, he's doing much better from a fantasy standpoint. Still leaves you out to dry here and there on a couple games. But um, for Kansas City Chiefs safeties, that's what they're going to do, unfortunately. So you kind of have to take the bad with the good. Um, he'd be an auto start for me in league starting three or more defensive backs. Beyond that, you kind of got to guess right on the matchups uh the linebackers are very back to being very annoying uh willie gabe back to 69 percent um after i believe last week he was um uh, i believe he was only like 40 something let me just check that really quickly uh, here's our handy dandy snap tool for subscribers only. Uh, so, yeah, we've seen him go 67%, 58%, 41% all the way down in week three. Then back up to 76 then back up to 71 And then, okay, just a slight dip 
uh, this week, but he he's more efficient with his uh, with his fantasy production. So, what are you doing with these linebackers, man? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you got to start Bolton. I mean, he's the stud you drafted as you know the top three 80. linebackers. So yeah. you got to start him. Yeah, and I'm not ready to trust Willie Gay or Trank or any of them unless I'm in like a super deep league where I just, yeah, where I'm starting five, six linebackers. Then, yeah, but outside of that, you can't trust it. I mean, yeah, three, go ahead. The the biggest takeaway I see out of all this is 100% of the snaps is 52 snaps this week. So, this is an irregular game. You can't Mm -hmm. trust this fully just because of the game script that we had here. It was low Mm -hmm. snaps. Uh, some weird things went on in this game. So this could be an outlier week for some of these guys. Absolutely. Yeah, when you only have 52 snaps to work with, you're going to have fluky stuff. You're going to have crazy production out of Gay. Uh, you know, he recovered a fumble, so that boosted him up. Uh, the six tackles, five solos versus Bolton on 88%, just four tackles, three solos, but he got an interception. So yeah, just fluky stuff all the way around. Bolton's your guy. Yeah, unless you're starting like three to four linebackers with flexes, you probably you don't want to chase the Willie Gay points, even the Jude Tranquil points and, and whatnot. Um, Chris Jones, of course, doing his thing uh with with the sack on 88% of snaps. He's he even in just DL leagues, he's you know, as long as you're starting two DLs, he's probably a, an auto start going forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. Dude has done nothing but register sacks yeah. since he came back. Yeah, he's a, he's a monster. Uh, happy to see my guy, Karlaftis. You know, uh, he gets a half sack here with two passes defended, a QB hit, an assisted tackle, and two solos. So, like, a nice little line. But if you take away, you know, everything to the right here, it's only three tackles with two solos, which is unfortunately kind of been the norm for him this year. So let's hope that he keeps this momentum. And why the heck are they playing George Carl after 62% and Michael Dan at 90%? And, you know, crazy that he only comes away with two points here um, in, in what should have been a very opportune game for him. So, like, I, I, yeah, who do you – all right, if you <laughs> deep league Karlaftis versus Dana rest of the year, do you, are you betting on the snaps? Or for if you're like me, I think Karlaftis is, is a great talent. You you betting on the talent. Yeah, so rest of season, I would say Karlaftis just because what, mo- right? you know, what Dana did in the first part was when Jones wasn't there. So I feel like right. he's been kind of – shoved out with jones taking over hey, he's eating up all the production carl Lopsis, he's the young guy he's going after it so that's fingers yeah. crossed though <laughs> yeah i mean it could just be a down game for dana i mean it's hard to ignore 90 percent of snaps for a defensive end that's like it's like max crosby's like level like that's kind of crazy but like you said it was only 52 available so yeah. maybe you know maybe he they just you know he was like, I'm fresh, you know, I can do this. <laughs> so, You're yeah, right. I still think Karlaftis is the better player uh, for fantasy purposes. But, um, yeah, tough to ignore that snap share. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot else here unless you got anyone for Kansas City. No, I think you nailed it. All right. Um, all right. That brings us to Baltimore and 
Tennessee. So for the Ravens, um, the breakout continues for the defensive tackle, Justin Matibuke, uh, 23 points on 78% of snaps. That's great snap percentage for uh, a defensive tackle, especially on the Ravens uh, defensive line. So uh, really, really nice player coming out uh with Matabuke there. Uh, Patrick Queen, the linebacker, 22 points on 100% of snaps. Jadevian Clowney, a guy I notoriously hate, finally gives you production this week, 18 points on 51% of snaps. Uh, after, he, you know, I started him last week, and, of course, he he goes off this week when I sent him back to the bench. So typical, typical Clowney. Um, of course, of course. <laughs> Gino Stone uh, in relief duty for the uh, ejected Kyle Hamilton uh, has a, you know, steals the points from Hamilton, 14.4 points on just 42% of snaps and chipped in uh, some production on special teams as well. Uh, had the, had the interception did Stone. Uh, I think that was later in the game. Uh, Roquan Smith with a Mac game, 13 points, hundred percent of snaps. Gave you tackles with nothing else. Um, Kyle Van Noy, uh, I, I predicted sack last week, so I was kind of a week ahead on some of these guys. Uh, gets a sack this week, 10 points on 58% of snaps. Uh, then we got a nice little drop-off in points here. Marlon Humphrey, the corner, 6 points on 82%. Broderick Washington, the DT, 6 points, 51%. Brandon Stevens, the breakout cornerback, has, a, has kind of a dud here. Uh, five points. I'm still getting 100% of snaps, so I would keep rolling with them. Um, Marcus Williams, just four points on 67% of snaps. Malik Harrison, the linebacker, four points, 44%. Arthur Mollett, two and a half points, 56%. Rocky Sin, two and a half points, 33%. Michael Pierce, two points on 67%. Kyle Hamilton, the safety, like we said, got ejected, just two points with one solo on 58% of snaps, really hurting you this week. Uh, Travis Jones, the defensive tackle, 2.40%. Brent Urban, the defensive tackle, 1.7%. And Tavius Robinson, the edge rusher, playing 45% of snaps, which isn't terrible, but zero points to go along with that. So, um, yeah, it looks like Kyle Noy and Jed Evian Clowney have those edge rusher spots locked down. Um is there anyone you want to talk about here? I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing, so, anything crazy to take away here. I don't think. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing is the Titans O line is awful. So right, we would expect some of these guys to get these sacks this week. Clowney's uh, mm-hmm. not going to do this every week. Van Noy, he right. could be a five six sack guy uh, throughout the season, but it, it's hard to You'll never guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be wrong. And Brandon yeah. Stevens having a dud again. It's they're only throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, and then Tannehill got hurt. So yeah, just a and, unfortunate IDP week. <laughs> yeah, and, and then look, look another one. Only fifty-five uh, defensive snaps available to the to the right. whole crew. So another one that's kind of like plus Tannehill was terrible. Um, yes. So yeah, that that just a gross one. But yeah, six. Six sacks to go around. Um, of course, that's not going to happen every week, like you said. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, but Matabuke, really, he's he's the one I want to focus on. I mean, he's been having a really nice year so far this year. Let's see how his fantasy finishes have been going. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, in DT required, he's like a, a home run. Um, yeah, he's a six overall DT. Um, 
so far this year. So had some rough weeks there, finished 16th, 50th, 30th, 17th these past two weeks, ninth and first. So hey, um, tough to tough to argue against that. Um, of course, Kyle Hamilton screwed everybody. So he had the monster game on a lot of people's benches, and now he's had you know a decent game after that, but it's been you know two for six, like yeah, that's rough. So, yeah, going back to him, uh, I had him on my team, I was starting him, it was a three safety league. Yeah. Uh, you start three safeties. Uh, I dropped him for, I think, Geno Stone that week, and that was the week he went off. Of course. So, you know, and I didn't panic and go try to get him back because <laughs> with his usage, I'm like, there's no way he's going to duplicate that. Yeah. We're yeah, kind of getting it's... there. Uh, which, when you got, you know, Roquan and, and Patrick Queen in front of you, tackle opportunities are lower. His usage right. is kind of all over the place. We don't really know where they're going to put him. Right. So don't be scared to drop a, a defensive back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if it's not Dynasty, like there's no reason to, right. to hang to this guy right now at all. Um, yeah, totally, totally agree there. Um, all right, for the Titans, uh, top scorer Aziz Al-Shair, 24 points on 100% snaps. Kevin Byard and takes another one over my guy, Amani Hooker, but they still did well. Both did well. Uh, 18 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, Sean Murphy bunting, 17 points on 97%. Uh, came away with, it, with an interception on this one. Uh, Harold Landry finally gets home with a sack, 17 points on 66% of snaps. Uh, there, Here's Amani Hooker, 16 points. 100% snaps, also chipped in some production on special teams. Uh, Jack Gibbons quietly having a very solid LB2 uh, year behind Shire. Well, LB team LB2, fantasy like LB3 or 4, but he's been damn solid uh, with these double-digit point games. So 15 points on 68% of snaps. Um, Christian Fulton, the corner, 11 points, 77%. Zico Autry, uh, kind of a, a, a down game here, seven points, 76%. Uh, Jalil Johnson, another defensive tackle, seven points, 34%. Peco, Peco, another defensive tackle, five points on 45%. Trey Avery, the corner, five points on just 25%. Jeffrey Simmons at the bottom of the defensive tackle scoring for some reason, just four points but played 90% of snaps. So you can't you're you're still rolling with him. Don't don't panic here. Uh, Shaheem Carter three and a half the corner three and a half points on just eighteen percent. Rashad Weaver had a nice little breakout last year, but is you know even dynasty you can cut bait in pretty much any league. Just two points on just seventeen percent snaps. Roger McCreary a big letdown here. Uh, just one point on sixty five percent snaps. I assume he must have gone down injured at some point in the game. I. Not totally sure there. Uh, Naquan Jones, the defensive tackle, one point on 35%. And Arden Key, he played 68% of snaps. The edge rusher, but zero points. So Harold Landry uh, took all the opportunity this week at the edge rusher position. So uh, what do you got for, for the things here? So the last I recall, uh, Roger McCree was not injured. He just wasn't played that much this week. So that's that's a huge shock. Yeah. Uh, I don't Arden get it. Was, I don't either. Uh, I know Murphy Bunting, he's been the, the main one to wreck up tackles for a cornerback, mm -hmm. but uh, but it's low tackles, you know, three, four, five, somewhere around there. 
Uh, right. I, outside year, we expected him to to be good this year. It's good to see him racking up some big numbers. Uh, Bayard was Bayard. Zaniko Autry has cooled off, so that's that's mm-hmm. been hurting his value because he started out pretty hot with, you know, I think three games with sacks. Right. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, I don't know if that was just a matchup issue or if he was injured. Like that's odd for him not to have yeah. gotten more tackles at least. Um, uh, yeah, McCreary, I would not feel comfortable trying to stream him right now or or hold mm-hmm. on to him. It's just not there. Arden Key is the guy that kind of kicked Rashad Weaver out, and he has right. done damn near nothing. So he had like one week so far, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was good to see Harold Landry get up and get a sack. So I'm hoping that finally manifesting some more production. Yeah, finally. Just um, when people just probably gave up on him, he decides to to give us a, a game with some production. <laughs> some of his last interviews, he was talking about how we, he's starting to feel more like himself again. So I, Rust, yeah. uh, maybe you know, yeah. not playing in preseason, uh, trying to build confidence back up. So I, I'm hoping he kicks off the rest of the season here. Yeah, he was coming off uh, a pretty pretty bad injury, so. Um, yeah, kind of is to be suspected. So yeah, I might, you know, depending on the matchup, um, I, I might try to chase him. Um, a, a little, uh, don't go too overboard with it. Um, yeah, and they have a bye this week, of course. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the week we need him. Uh, right. And then Jack Gibbons is somebody I have in quite a few leagues, but I play in a lot of real deep IDP only leagues. So I mean, we get we get okay. pretty hairy yeah. spot. So. But as a linebacker, three, four, I mean, this dude has been solid. You, you, yes, you can do way worse than him. He's had double digits almost every week except for week two, and he, and then it was eight points. So he just missed it. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't ask for much better than that in a, you know, a guy only playing this, you know, 60 to 70% of snaps range and still just, doing any everything he can with the opportunities from a tackle standpoint um that that floor is the tackle floor is amazing so mm-hmm. if you're in tackle heavy leagues i mean jack Evans again and they're on by this week but might be a nice stash if you have the room to to do it for next for week eight so all right all right i don't have much more for this game so we go to commanders falcon so commanders um some top heavy scores here. Kendall Fuller, 35.8 points on 98% of snaps. Um, had the interception. So, you know, with our scoring, uh, did he take it back to the house? I'm trying to, no. I think he came close. I think he came up just short. Oh, so he got yardage to go along with yeah. that in this scoring. Okay. Uh, so he got he got yardage for however long the interception return was, even if it wasn't for a touchdown. So, um, you know, tough to trust, obviously, a corner to do that every week. And nine solos for a corner, like, that ain't happening every week either. So, you know, be a little cautious there. Don't don't go crazy, uh, you know, checking the box score on that one. Um, despite the snaps, I mean, in a CB required league, he's obviously a top, top guy to be considered every week. Just, you know, don't plug him in, you know, expecting this every week. Yeah, uh, right. Cameron Curl, of course, is a stud. Now he's a guy you lock in your lineup no matter what, yeah. every single week. Even if it's start one defensive back, he's in there every single week. 
uh, 25 points, 100% of snaps, just, you know, doing, doing cam curl things. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice, uh, you know, I've been, we've been talking about him on the show, like in CB required leagues, he's playing close to hundred percent of snaps. Now, you know, his, his production is kind of, you know, lumpy, but you know, in, in these games, I mean, Washington with all their turnovers, all the sacks that Sam Howell takes there, they're a lot of their games are going to be closed. So like, see, you could do a lot worse than St. Juiced and in, in your corner required these. And even in some really deep, you know, dynasty type large roster uh, leagues starting, like if you're starting like four DBs with flexes on top of it, you know, he, he could certainly uh, earn consideration um, in leagues like that as a starter. So, um, so yeah, 24 and a half points on 98% of snaps. Uh, the fraud, Jamin Davis comes back and has a good game. 24 points on 90% of snaps, his highest snap share of the year. Uh, eight tackles, four solo, and a sack, and an interception uh, with a pass defended. So that's why he had such a nice game. We'll we'll see if this 90% keeps up. Uh, and then my guy, Cody Barton, right below him, 20 points on 100% of snaps. Also, in this one, we look at 100% of snaps was 83. So you compare a game like this, 83 snaps available to some of the guys we were talking about previously at like 55 or 57. Like, you know, that is almost, that is very, very difficult to predict those game scripts and how long people are going to be field. And you're going to see it when I flip over to Atlanta because this game was pretty close for the most part for most of the game. And we had a huge discrepancy in the snaps available to each of these teams so we'll we'll get there but yeah uh cody barton still 100 like having a really nice year um as the lb1 in washington uh casey two two hill steals two sacks uh for 16 points on just 22 percent of snaps this is super frustrating because the defensive linemen for the commanders all kind of stunk this week um you know would have been nice to have those sacks go to someone else, but for whatever reason, this guy Toolhill, like not even someone I'm super familiar with. He's a linebacker slash edge type guy. Like very just very annoying that he stole two sacks on just 22% of snaps. Um below him, Jonathan Allen had the best game uh, on the defensive line, the D tackle, 12 points, 83%. Uh Danny Johnson at backup corner, nine and a half points, sixty-three percent. Here's Jerome Payne, the defensive tackle stud, just seven points on 83% of snaps. You got to keep rolling them out there with that snap percentage. Uh John Ridgeway steals some points as a defensive tackle, six points on just 40% of snaps. Uh Kaliki Hudson has five points on just 12% of snaps, takes away some tackles. Uh, Percy Butler. So here's our um, Derek Forrest replacement, right? Uh, in sort of the free safety role, gave us almost no production, just four points, but did play 100% of staff. So maybe in a different matchup, you know, Forrest was kind of up and down too, because he is more, he is like their free safety. So it's tough to get your production out of, out of those kinds of guys on a consistent week to week basis. But definitely someone to note here at 100% of snaps. Um, you know, for, for a waiver wire potential addition. Um, behind him, Jartavis Martin, who some thought could be uh, challenging, uh, four points, but he just played 8% of snaps and gave us some production on special teams. So I think this is Percy Butler's job to lose. Um, J- 
James Smith-Williams, the defensive end, three points on just 39%. Montez Sweat gets hurt, just two points on 40%. That one hurt. We I did research. Um, he appears to have avoided serious injury, so he uh, hurt his thumb, uh, so possibly some ligament damage there, but they said he avoided serious injury, so – um, if he misses any time at all, it might only be a couple of weeks or one week or zero. So uh, fortunately, he won't. It doesn't sound like he'll be uh, having an IR stint despite missing 60 percent of this game. Uh, F.A. Obada, the defensive end, two points, 30 percent. And Chase freaking Young, just when last week me and Matt said, oh, he's back. Chase Young is back. Get him back into your lineups. One point on 90 percent of snaps. You know, Desmond Ritter can get sacked. Like, what the heck, John? <laughs> I mean, I started Chase Young and Montez Sweat in the same league. All right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how my week went. <laughs> uh, it's so uh, brutal. What it's a not bummer, fair. Man. It's yeah. so bad. That's such a dud. I, I know he got pressures, uh, yeah. but we don't see the quarterback hits and we don't see the sacks. So pressures are useless in this. Uh, instance yeah. here until One they get converted, so yeah, 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 until they hit home, it's it's a strike. So, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Forbes, the rookie, was benched this did game. He... Oh, so he was active and didn't play, yes. Uh, Danny Johnson oh. was his replacement, Damn. so I, we don't know if it's you know just kind of a, a one game kind of sit down, you know realign yourself come back or if it will be going forward uh but right now he has been benched for danny johnson yikes uh, yeah so that's uh that was one of the biggest things I, I i've seen in this and again you're talking about 83 snaps yeah that's 30 snaps more than you know half these other guys we just talked about so if you're going to see inflated numbers here but Man, the the commander's defense has been producing studs all year. It's just yeah. to see on the uh, week where Chase Young got nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it just unfortunately was spread between the the secondary and the linebackers yeah. this week. Casey Two Hill, Casey freaking <laughs> Two Hill. Like so, okay. The message is: do not go chase those points yes. again. Twenty two percent of snaps. Do not pick up to unless it's like a 53-man best ball league. Like, do <laughs> not do it. Don't chase the points, okay? Uh, we try to be as clear as possible with that kind of stuff. Uh, do yeah. continue to start Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and unfortunately Chase Young. Let's just chalk it up to, you know, a rough game. So, um, all right. As we flick to Atlanta, uh, we can see that 100% of snaps was just 51 defensive snaps available so very this seems to kind of be i feel like the uh the past couple of weeks for atlanta this is kind of what's happening so not a lot of idp fantasy points on the bone here top scorer nate landman 14 points on just 76 percent of snaps behind him bud dupree who gets home with uh one and a half sacks uh 14 points on 76 percent Clays Campbell, uh, you know, shakes off the, the age rust and gives us 14 points on 71% of snaps. Also got home for a sack this week. 
Arnold Ebiketti, uh, you know, a former second round guy, 12 points on just 27% of snaps, but he had one and a half sacks. Again, you're not chasing that. Do not go chase that. Um, Grady Jarrett, as solid as can be, 10 points, 80%, uh, got home for a sack. Very nice. Um, Jesse Bates, just eight points, played 100% snaps. Again, 51 snaps available. It's not great. Uh, Caden Ellis is still losing points to Nate Lamon, which is frustrating me beyond then. Uh, eight points, 100% snaps, gave us four solos and nothing else versus, you know, Landman had eight tackles, six solos with nothing else. So I, I'm still rolling Ellis out there. I believe in him, but man, this is really getting annoying. <laughs> um, Jeff Okuda, the corner, seven and a half points on 100% of snaps uh, with inflated corner scoring. His two passes defended made up the bulk of that. Uh, Richie Grant, just seven points, but played 100% of snaps. David Onyemata, seven points on 71%. A.J. Terrell, the corner, six points, 100%. Zach Harrison, the defensive end, rookie, uh, four points, just 16%. Lorenzo Carter, two points, just 29%. D'Amico Hellum is a backup safety, two points, 24%. And Albert Huggins, LaCale London, one point each, 20% each for those backup defensive tackles. So, yeah, I mean, when you got 51 snaps available there's not a whole lot of takeaways here you're starting the 100 guys because you know we've seen a lot of these guys ceilings uh, i don't think we've seen else's ceiling quite yet right but um you know grant's gonna have good games bates gonna have good games landman's you know being solid and alice is, is solid enough beyond that there's nobody else i want to touch even in deep leagues on this defense how about you <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Just like we were talking about the Titans having a bad offensive line, I think the yeah. Commanders are giving up the most sacks yeah. and the, the most you know points to edge rushers. So these are like some of these guys' first sacks of the season. Yep. And so we're not chasing that. It's whoever's playing the Commanders is the guys we want that exactly. week. If you're streaming these guys, that's the week. I will say Calais Campbell got his 100th sack. Oh, on that one. Oh, very that was, cool. Uh, that was a big accomplishment. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm with you on Caden Ellis, man. He is he is frustrating me yeah. beyond belief right now uh, with this matchup. And as bad as this line is, I felt like this was the week he was going to get a sack or two. So right. I'm, I'm bummed on – I'm not sure what his usage is as far as blitzing or coming off the edge or anything. But it's it's a bit frustrating for him not to be producing more – than just four solos at 100% exactly. snaps. Granted, granted, it was only 51 snaps, but still. Right. Um, yeah, not great on this one. Just one uh, pass rush. Uh, same as Landman. No pressures. Like, yeah, not great. Not great for this game. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, feel like they're maximizing his abilities here. No, they're definitely not. Uh, let me see for the year. Um, he oh, is God. eighth on the team, but yeah, he's not seeing. Yeah, and that's right. what um, that's what he was so good at last year, right? right? That was his bread getting, and butter. It's very, very annoying. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No. This is why. This is why I'm on a crusade for people to adopt best ball scoring, especially in IDP leagues, because we can't 
fix these coaches and, and these and these personnel decisions and these usage decisions. It's like we've seen what they're good at. And now when they're not, you know, being used that way, like what can he do? Uh, he's yeah. playing 100% staff, so you don't want to miss out when he eventually has that game, you know, that game, which it feels like it's got to be coming. But, man, this is just super frustrating. Um, yeah, so, right, you know, Bud Dupree at 76%, that's nice. But, you know, without the one and a half sacks, you know, you you don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, don't chase that. Those those were his first sacks of the season. Uh, Clay Campbell's first sack. Yeah, and that's McKinney. Like the same with yeah, Clay I mean, Campbell. Yeah. So yeah, Sam. It's it, it. Not only is the Commanders' defensive line, but it's Sam Howell. Like he's just taking the most sacks in the league too. So yeah, um, I appreciate. Yeah. Him. So <laughs> so the message is: start the hundred percent guys. And, and Nate Landman, and that's about that's about it. Yeah, yeah, you're not trusting anybody else out of this group. All right, takes us to the Vikings and the Bears. Um, some nice defensive points here, despite Justin Fields getting knocked out, um, or maybe because of Justin Fields getting knocked out. Um, we we had some really nice uh, IDP production here. So Jordan Hicks, thirty two point nine points on one hundred percent of snaps. Uh, returned, I believe, his fumble for a touchdown. So to go along with a pass defended and an interception, five assists and five solos. So really awesome game from Hicks. Uh, Daniel Hunter, 27 points on 85%, two sacks for Hunter. So got to love that. Uh, Byron Murphy, the corner, 25.2 points on 98% uh, based off an, an interception along with three passes defended. So really nice game from him. My guy, Josh Vitalis, the safety, uh, who's really kind of playing the linebacker two role and just a high, just got a Swiss Army knife. They've, they've got him everywhere, and that, which is why I liked him so much for fantasy. Uh, chips in with 25 points on 89% of snaps. Also gave us uh, some of the, his production on special teams. So they are literally doing everything with that guy. Uh, Cameron Bynum, the safety, solid as ever, 18 points on 100% snaps. Uh, Caleb Evans, the other corner, 17.5 points, 76%. DJ Wanham, a decent game, 15 points, 71%. Uh, that was on the back of a sack, uh, along with a pass defended, QB hit, a tackle for loss, an assist, and three solos. So very, uh, you know, full stat sheet from Wanham this game. Harrison Phillips comes back with a nice game, 12 points, uh, 82%. Also got a sack in this one. Uh, Harrison Smith kind of back down to earth, eight points, 100% snaps. Uh, kind of is what it is with him. Uh, Jonathan Bullard, defensive tackle, six points, 62%. Patrick Jones, defensive end, uh, edge rusher, uh, six points, 53%. Kyrius uh, Tonga, five points, the defensive tackle on 45%. Andrew Booth, their rookie corner, five points, 39%. Dean Lowry, the defensive tackle, three points, 38%. Our guy, Ivan Pace, falling, crash falling, three points on just 18% of snaps. That's why I was calling Josh Metellus the LB2 because Harrison Smith and Cam Bynum both play 100% of snaps. Metellus plays 89. He's basically the, the linebacker too. So Ivan Pace, unfortunately, can be cut if you can – Swap him for Josh Metellus. I absolutely would do that uh, because, yeah, he kind of seems to be losing grip there. 
Um, and I left on Marcus Davenport, zero points on 26%. Thanks a lot. Gave us, you know, a glimmer of hope last week. Uh, some of us desperately, foolishly started him, and we're rewarded with our typical Marcus Davenport production here. Uh, and Brian Asamoa, zero points, but 11% of snaps. So only a five-snap difference now between Asamoa and Ivan Pace. So not loving that. I don't know if that's due to play or just matchups or whatnot, but kind of unfortunate to see Pace, uh, you know, kind of free-falling down here. So uh, what do you got for the Vikings? Who, who you want to touch on? Yeah, so I think Davenport was hurt again. I don't know. I don't of care. Yeah. I, I'm I'm done with him. Uh, I've I will. How never, many times have we said that? I will, I, I will never have Marcus. I will not preach that. Oh, this could be the week for him, or he's going to play a lot. No, no, he doesn't exist. He's off my radar completely. You're you're a stronger uh, man than me. I've said that. Yeah, I'm not falling for it again. Multiple times in multiple seasons now, so no, I can't no. quit him. <laughs> he, he will never get me again. Uh, oh. Ivan Pace, it sucks seeing him after that hot start. Um, yeah, I have, like you say, Metellus is pretty much taking over that spot, so I don't have a lot of hope that he's going to regain anything anytime soon as far as playing time goes. Uh, yeah. with the Bears being and as run heavy as they were, you would think this would be an Ivan Pace game where you know just run up and thump them, and that just didn't manifest this week. Uh, Cam Bottom has been one of my favorite picks up pickups all year. Hell yeah. uh, nine solos, not just nine tackles, nine solos. I mean, that's right, fantastic. That's exactly what we want. Hunter, he's on a tear this year. I love seeing that stud uh, start him every week. Yeah. Yes, there's there's no don't, don't even question this. Just set him. Don't ask us. There's nobody I'm going to take to swap him out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Harrison. Phillips. I think. Yeah, good. yeah go ahead. Yeah, playing a hundred percent. You know, you kind of gotta. You're just gonna have to take the bad with the good, especially if the good is what we saw a couple weeks ago. So yeah, mm-hmm. kind of is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, for from a from a fancy and a waiver perspective, I mean, I want Josh Metellus on my team for sure. Yes, um, hopefully he stays healthy. Uh, DJ Wanham, you know, he's going to do this. He's going to be lumpy all year. Fifteen points this week could be three next week. Like, I, right. I'm not a big fan, but hey, if if Davenport's going to miss time again, then might be worth a, a flyer in, in some of your super deep leagues. So. It would have to be super deep. Anything else? No, nah, I think that's good. I think we got it. All right. Flicking over to the Bears, TJ Edwards just taking a commanding lead in head versus head against Tremaine Edmonds. I, I think it's like five to one or something like that now. So 22 points, 89% of snaps. Also gave some of that production on special teams. Uh, so TJ Edwards, you know, He's he's getting after the quarterback, which hasn't I, I would have thought right, this would be reversed. Right. So this is right. He had a sack last week and a sack this week. I, I totally would have thought it would have been Edmonds going after the quarterback. So I just called that wrong. I can capitulate now as as one of my favorite analysts, Evan Silva likes to say. Uh and and you know, I was wrong. It's it's TJ Edwards over Edmonds, although Edmonds still giving you solid enough games, but uh, Edwards just has the ceiling ahead of Edmonds this year. So it just kind of is what it is. 
Um, Justin Jones, the defensive tackle, 16 points, 75% of snaps. He's a, he's a Hail Mary each week at, in your DT required leagues, Justin Jones, just purely because of the playing time. I mean, he's not, he's not going to give you 16 points every week. You know, he happens to, uh, have a high, you know, five solos, two assists, two TFLs and two B two QB hits. Like that's probably his ceiling yeah. <laughs> um, 16 yeah. points, but, uh, but you know, he, you know, with those snaps, if you're, if you're in a pinch and a buy and he's out there available, then, you know, worth it. Not, not someone you need to rush and grab and hold on to, um, you know, as a, as a roster stash, but like purely, a you know, a, a streaming type of play in, in DT required leagues only. <laughs> Um, Jaquan Brisker comes back to life a little bit with 15 points on 100% of snaps, gets a half sack to go with three solos, three assists, and a QB hit, and a forced fumble. Um, Jack Sanborn, 14 points on just 33%, uh, also gave some of this production on special teams, five solos, three assists, a TFL. So I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> Each steals some production away from my guy, Tremaine Edmonds, just 13 points but did play 100% of snaps, uh, only two solos. So that's where he, he hurts you. You know, Edwards had seven solos and one assist. Edmonds, two solos, four assists, along with a pass defended and a fumble recovery. So kind of saved his day there. Tyreek Stevenson in the corner, 11 points on 98%. Jalen Johnson, another corner, seven and a half points on 100%. Yannick Ngakwe, uh, seven points on 74% and did that without a sack. So how about that? Uh, you know, his floor isn't zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tyler Gordon, the uh, returns from injury to seven points, but just 61% of snaps. We expect that to ramp up as the weeks go up, probably eating into Jalen Johnson a little bit there. Um, Demarcus Walker, the defensive end, six points, 74%. Zach Pickens, the rookie, four points on just 18%. Elijah Hicks, the uh, safety, just three points on 75%. Uh, Dominique Robinson, the defensive end, two points on 39%. Eddie Jackson returns, but in meek uh, fashion, just two points on just 25% of snaps. So either they're ramping him up very, very slowly, um, and he will eat into Elijah Hicks. You see that split was very even, 75% and 25%. Um, or he got re-injured. I'm, I'm not sure. I would have to look deeper into that. Um, my guess is that they're ramping him up slowly. Um, Andrew Billings, the defensive tackle, just 1.53%. And Rasheem Green, 1.40%. So um, give, me, give me what you got for the Bears. Man, Brisker has been disappointing up until this mm -hmm. game, but we were expecting uh, a bigger game for him this week. Mm -hmm. So I, I still don't know what to expect from him, if it's still going to yeah. be matchup dependent or mm -hmm. I don't feel like I can just set him and forget him. So I have Agreed. lost confidence in him. Agreed. Ty Tyreek Stevenson was somebody I expected to have a bigger game with, you know, the Vikings, you know, pass offense. But yeah. you know, Justin Jefferson, maybe that's, you know, had something to do with it. Right. Um, yeah, Yannick, that's that's big <laughs> tackles for him. <laughs> this you, was, you're pleasantly surprised with that, with no sack. Right? I, I was, man. It was it's sack or nothing with him. It always <laughs> is. So I'm I'm blown away. Like this yeah. is this feels like a win. Uh, even it. He didn't get the sack. Yeah, um, it absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, he's oh man, he's he's a boomer, but uh, 
Um, I haven't heard anything about Eddie Jackson being injured, so I do think this is slowly bringing him back in. Uh, it's yeah. it's TJ Edwards is the only real guy I go for on this team. Uh, Edmonds, he's solid. Uh, if unspectacular, he is he is solid. So Jack Sanborn, what do you do with this guy? Like, I mean, I've already dropped him. Okay. Yeah. What about I've I've been dropping him in the in the deeper dynasty leagues just because I've needed moves and I just don't. I think my options are better. But if your options aren't great, you know, you can still hold him. I just I hate seeing how well he runs around and gets tackles Mm. and doesn't get any playing time. Like I I really wish he was in a in a. It is. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. I, I trust Edwards. You could trust Edmonds to to pretty much do what they did this week, about every week. Um, yeah. Brisker, I just, I don't have confidence unless the matchup is just great. Yeah. Other, uh, Eddie like, Jackson yeah. did get injured in the middle of the game again, re-injured. Okay. Um, they said he could have come back if needed, but I think that they just. Didn't want to risk it with him, so they already had the loss wrapped up and didn't need him. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> it, probably, it probably happened after Justin Fields, and they were probably like, uh, "Yeah, we're not going to lose yeah. him too. <laughs> we're not going to lose Eddie Jackson too." So. I don't blame him. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, so Sanborn, like, I, he was a great story last year. I, I feel like people might be hanging on to that, you know, almost like sentimental value um, in those right. deep leagues because he's certainly not being, you know, rostered or, or played in, in more shallow leagues. So, yeah, I've cut bait. I'm sure some people will immediately go snag him, but I'm, I'm not super worried about it. Like, yeah, if one of these, if one of Edwards or Edmonds goes out, yeah, he's probably going to walk back into being like a stud again. But like, He's just never going to hold that dynasty value for me. So um, if that happens, if we get that lucky again this year and you don't trade him, you're doing dynasty wrong. Unless, <laughs> unless you're like, you know, needing him and you're competing with a winning squad, like sell him for a second round pick and cash in. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, All right, Seattle and Cincy. So low scoring game, not a lot of snaps available. For Seattle, Devin Witherspoon tops the the uh, the scoring um, for for Seattle again, seventeen and a half points on one hundred percent. Quandre Diggs, the, the safety right behind him, sixteen points on one hundred percent. Trey Brown, the corner, thirteen and a half points, seventy two percent. Draymond Jones uh, gives life for the first time this year, I think, uh, twelve points on seventy percent of snaps. Gets home to with a sack. Uh, Jordan Brooks, 11 points on 81%. Jamal Adams, 10 points on 85%. Uh, Jaron Reed gets a sack and 10 points on 74%. Boy Mafe gets a sack, uh, 8 points on 56%. So those guys are pretty much sack or bust right now. Although Jaron Reed had been pretty solid. Um, so we like to see more than uh, three total tackles from him, but he did get home for the sack, which is nice. Uh, Tariq Woolen, just seven and a half points on 100% of staff. So we'll expect to see that production go up if he's going to be uh, playing 100%. Uh, so Julian Love craters to seven points on 44% of snaps as they ramp Jamal Adams back up. 
Uh, also gave us some production on special teams, so not great. Uh, if Jamal Adams can happen to stay healthy, it looks like love might be a cut in your in your seasonal league. So uh, Bobby Wagner, dud, six points, 100% snaps, just four tackles, nothing else, only two solos. So he hurts you this week, but, you know, I kind of just comes comes with the territory at times. Um, very rare. I mean, we've seen even Zaire Franklin, you know, not have monster games. So it's it's tough to to count on even Bobby Wagner's to give you you know monsters every single week. Uh, Uchenna Nuosu, the edge rusher, defensive end, uh, just three points on seventy eight percent. So all the sacks went to his counterparts uh, this this week. So. Just didn't happen to get home. Uh, Mario Edwards, the defensive end, three points, 28%. Derek Hall, the rookie defensive end, two points, 22%. Miles Adams, the defensive tackle, two points, 20%. And Daryl Taylor, the defensive end, just one point on 44%. So anyone you want to call out for the for the Seahawks here? I mean, outside of Wagner's dud, I don't see a lot to take away. And then the Julian Love, like, like I mentioned. Yeah, the Julian Love kind of hurt because I had yeah. him rostered quite a bit, and I, I really thought there would be a uh, – I don't know what I thought. I guess I thought there would be enough snaps to go around for all three of them. Yeah. Uh, now the there Bengals, kind of was, right? I mean, 44% isn't horrible. Well, he, he just didn't give you any production. I think he got injured once or twice. I, I think he came out a few times as well. well there so you go. That could be skewed a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing? Uh Quandre Diggs, uh, the Bengals are a good matchup for safeties. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a little higher than what we're probably going to get him for a little. Right, this is probably he's more that free safety, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's the deep guy. So th- this is yeah. probably his ceiling. Uh, yeah, agree. Witherspoon, I like how they're using him. I love the way they're using him. I really it's do. Very nice. <laughs> I, I could watch him play all day. I loved watching yeah. him in college. Watching his tape, like he is, he's phenomenal. I go on and on about that, but uh, it's good to see him producing. Yeah, some fantasy value here. So, uh, just a dud for Wagner. Just mm-hmm. take it on the chin. Let's let's go on. He'll be back. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, Draymond Jones gets a sack. You know, that's probably going to be very lumpy all year. So he's he's still he's pretty much a a weekly hail mary play. So I wouldn't. Go crazy chasing that. Seventy percent is fine, but you know we saw Chen Nwosu play seventy-eight percent with no sack, and he's usually the sack guy. So like uh, this, yeah, this this whole line on the interior and exterior is just kind of a mess, and it's going to be different different guys every week. And again, the the Bengals <laughs> aren't the greatest offensive line either, yeah. so it's yeah, it's a little off this week. And again, only fifty-four snaps. You know, exactly. were, were available. So, mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, for the Cincinnati side, we had a, a bit more snaps to go around, so you can see a bit more scoring to go around. Uh, Seventy-four snaps available. So, Cam Taylor Britt was it a? It was a pick six, right? It must have been. Um, so, thirty-three point yes. four points for the corner, Cam Taylor Britt. I believe that's two pick sixes in a row. In back-to-back weeks, the previous week he had nothing else. He basically pulled a Teran Matthew from the other week. He had like one tackle and the pick six. This week, seven tackles to go along with the pick six and three passes defended. So uh, he's a, he's a corner who plays 100% snaps. 
Um, the Bengals have just been in some weird games to start the year. So, like, if you keep trending, yeah, he's a guy that you might want to go after in cornerback required leagues. But, like, in DB only leagues, I'm still kind of being a little pessimistic on that production going forward. So, um, Logan Wilson, uh, the linebacker, 27 points on 100%. So, you know, last week it was Pratt. This week it was Wilson. That's getting kind of annoying <laughs> uh, yeah. because it doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason when one goes off versus the other. I mean, there, you know, Wilson is playing 100% of the snaps, so he theoretically should be the locked-in guy. But And, you know, this week it pays you off. He, you know, he's had a couple of duds, um, you know, prior to this week. So, ugh. I don't know what I don't know what to say about him. You kind of he's so here's another one. You're, he's kind of forcing you to start him, and um, and you're gonna hope that he you know gives you more production similar to these games than anything else. Um, Sam Hubbard, the defensive end, twenty one points, eighty eight percent. Mike Hilton, twenty and a half points, eighty six percent on the back of an interception. Uh, Dax Hill just continues to be solid. 18 points uh, on 99% for the safety. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, in a game that I thought he would regress um, after two really strong weeks for Hendrickson, um, who I do believe is very matchup dependent, but uh, 15 points on 66% this week. So he did get home with a sack and gave us four tackles, three solo, three TFLs, and a QB hit. So a very uh, full box score for Hendrickson this week, um, when a lot of times he can kind of be sack or bust. Um, Jermaine Pratt, 11 points, 95%. DJ Turner, the rookie corner, uh, fills in for Chidobi Woozy, who got injured. Uh, so he had 10 points on 84%. That can be something if you need an Awuzie replacement, depending on how long, if he's going to miss time. Uh, BJ Hill, the defensive tackle, 10 points, 74%. Cam Sample, the DN, 9 points on just 24%. Don't chase the sack that he had. Uh, DJ Reader, the defensive tackle, 6 points, 69, nice percent. Uh, Nick Scott, the safety, uh, had his snaps increase. So we, last week we had talked about Nick Scott versus Jordan Battle, potentially seeing Jordan Battle eat into his playing time, which definitely happened last week. This week, back up to 92%, but only five points worth of production on uh, two solos, one assist, nothing else. So maybe Battle gets a chance next week. So Battle was right behind him with three points on one solo, one assist, but just 9%. So he nearly equaled his production on, you know, 90 less percent snaps. So that's kind of crazy. Um, Zach Carter, the defensive tackle, two points, 35%. Joseph Osai, the edge rusher, DN, two points, 30%. Joe Batchy, backup linebacker, 1.1%. So I left Chidobi Woozy on there, zero points on 19%, went down injured. We'll have to monitor his status in your CB leagues. Of Miles Murphy on there after a, a sack, um, I think it was two weeks ago. He get he's down to one percent of snaps at zero points. So that you're 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 kind of disappointed to see that. You thought he might be able to build some momentum, but uh, Trey Hendrickson just playing too well to to let him not be on the field, unfortunately. So um, yeah. So so what do you got on the Bengals? uh nick scott i am i'm cutting bait with uh, i'm not holding on to him he you know Agreed. it's been too up and down and yep. eventually we expected battle to take this over at some point right it's so, coming i feel like it's coming 
Right. And he's not producing while he's in there. So there's no point yeah. in keeping a safety who isn't producing. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hill's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Wilson, a, a very complete game here with the sacks and everything. Like I yep. said, he's, he's been struggling. And uh, Jermaine Pratt was actually outscoring him in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's probably swapped now. Uh, Trey Hendrickson. I've been impressed with his uh, consistency here. Uh, kind of looked at him as that Yannick Ngakwe type, you know, boom or bust, and he's mm-hmm. he's been booming a lot. Yeah, it looks like Wilson has officially overtaken Pratt with this week's uh, scores. But, yeah, you can see neither of them. It's been – you know, 37th and 7th, 41st, 39th, 26th, 110th. So a total dud game from Pratt in week three. Uh, 89th and 47th, 32nd and 7th, 7th and 49th. So just this complete roller coaster. That's why I said it's getting very, very annoying. We'd like, if they both would just finish in like the 20s, that would be great. You know, but <laughs> I, I just don't think we're going to see that coming. So. DJ Turner might be a guy we're streaming going yes. forward. Yeah, depending on who's a let me I can check uh see if there's any updates on uh what exactly happened to Mr. Awoozy. Oh, and so he looks like he was he was a game time decision to begin with. Um fighting a back issue. So he must have, yeah, his back's bad. So probably not something that's gonna mm-hmm. have him miss time, but hey, if he is declared inactive officially, you know, maybe going forward. Of course, they have a bye this week. Uh, so week eight, you know, <laughs> he gets an extra week to heal. So, but yes, I do agree. That is a name in co- your corner leagues. DJ Turner, a rookie, I believe, what, second rounder or second or third? That um, sounds right, yeah. Yeah, so high draft capital and um, a very talented guy, just, uh, you know, a rookie playing behind an incredibly solid vet. Uh, you know, Mike Hilton is the slot guy. So it's mm-hmm. a woozy and uh, who else would be? That's pretty much it. They don't play a lot of uh, nickel. Uh, Taylor, Taylor Britt oh. is the other. Yes, duh, Taylor Britt. Sorry, he's the other outside man. But yeah, so, you know, the third man um, could easily be Turner there if uh, if a woozy's uh, not going to not gonna have his back issues figured out going forward. So. Yeah, nothing too crazy here. Studs are studs. Yeah, you kind of again. Pratt, Pratt, and Wilson are sort of forcing you to start them each week, and you're just gonna have to take take your uh, roll with the punches, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, 49ers and Browns with one of the the other upset of the week. Both undefeated teams go down. Um, so on the San Fran side, we had we did have 76 snaps. Uh, available on defense, but unfortunately, kind of top heavy scoring. So, uh, Dimidore Lenoir, the corner, has been kind of hot and cold 22.3 points on 95%. Fred Warner, uh, does his thing 21.2 points on 100% on the back of an interception. Uh, Nick Bosa gets home for a sack, uh, 15 points, 89%. You, you know, we had people in the in the discord, you know, worrying about benching Nick Bosa. He said, don't do that. (laughs) Don't ever bench Nick Bosa. I mean, this was a solid game. The monster game is coming. Like the three, four sack game is right around the corner. You know, it's coming. Do not ever bench Bosa. You got to just take the bad with the good. I would say this is a good game. So 
Um, newly acquired Randy freaking Gregory gets home for a sack, 15 points, but just 34% of snaps. I wouldn't chase that. Um, no. maybe just rejuvenated. Uh, just so annoying when you've got, you know, we saw what Drake Jackson has the potential to do in the beginning of the year, but he hasn't done anything since. And now you see Randy Gregory just waltz right into 15 points in a sack. Like, this is IDP for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Traverius Ward, their top corner. Well, the other top corner. 14 points, 100%. Uh, Talano Hufanga, 13 points on 100%. So nice to see him uh, not give you a, a down game this week. Uh, Oren Bush. So we had no Drake Greenlaw this week. Keep your eyes on that. We In our write-ups, we told you that Oren Burke. So uh, insert my quick ad here. You know, we beyond what we cover here, we have written articles twice a week, two monster articles, uh, reviewing the games and previewing the games. So waiver wires and your start sits in written format only available as a subscriber, though. So if you go on, use the IDP plus sign pod for 10% off, you know, try us out. I guarantee we'll help you. We gave you this information that Oren Burks was going to be the replacement if Dre Greenlaw or Fred Warner were to go down. He he's going to fill in for either of them. Um, so he does this week. Uh, Twelve points plays a hundred percent of snaps. Um, I don't even know if Greenlaw's hit a hundred yet this year. I think he has a couple of times, but um, so four solos, four assists, nothing else. But man, if he's going to be on the field, you know, if Dr- Greenlaw misses time, he's absolutely someone you should be going to get. You should have been going to get him on Saturday or Sunday when we knew Greenlaw might uh, might be out. So uh, behind him, Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle, 12 points, 64%. Does it without getting a sack. So nice to see uh, Hargrave chipping in uh, six tackles, five solos, and a QB hit. Uh, A nice floor game for him without the sack. So very nice. Isaiah Oliver, their slot corner, nine points, 75%. Cleveland Farrell, eight points, 47%. Arik Armstead, the other D-tackle, 7.71. So very good floor games um, with no sacks uh, from the defensive tackles there. Uh, Demetrius Flanagan fouls a linebacker. Say that three times fast. Uh, is a linebacker on the 49ers, apparently. Um, seven points on 25%. Uh, Kevin Givens, backup D-tackle, 6.26%. Deshaun Gibson plays 100% stats. His usual not a great production game, just five points. Kind of with that free safety. Uh, Javon Kinlaw, the bust of a first-round pick at defensive tackle, four points on 38%. And Drake Jackson at least shows up on the box score this week, uh, one point uh, on 29%. So, um, yeah, outside of Burks, any, anything crazy here for San Francisco? Nah, just the Randy Gregory thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, just don't chase that. Uh, yeah. Considering how bad the the Browns were expected to be for this game with PJ Walker uh-huh. leading the way, I think everybody did really well. <laughs> yeah, because this had the makings of a you know forty snap game basically. Uh, right. I, I think everybody did solid. The the studs did studly things. So yeah. Yeah. Start your studs, and uh, the bit the big name is is Oren Burks to to keep a watch on. So. Um, on the Cleveland side, we had 62 snaps, so not about average, um, but very, very top heavy this game. So Martin Emerson, the corner, the slot corner, 27.4 points on 73%. 
on the back of an interception there. Uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo, you know, finally has a nice game, 19 points on 79% of snaps. So, you know, that's one we're going to have to talk through. Do we chase it? Do we not? Uh, only three solos, but had two assists, three TFLs, got home for a sack, and two QB hits. So those three solos kind of worry me because that's his usual. He doesn't usually get all this extra stuff here. So uh, I personally am probably not chasing that, but I'll let you chime in once I get through the list here. Um, Rodney McLeod comes out of nowhere at safety for 16 points on 74%. Also gave us special teams production. Uh, Grant Delpit, you know, kind of a, Doug game for what we expect out of him. Uh, the normal stud safety, only 11 points, but did play 100% of snaps. So I don't know what was going on there. Uh, Greg Newsom, the corner, eight and a half points, 76%. This is where we drop off pretty good. Uh, Juan Thornhill, the normally the other, you know, did play 97% of snaps at safety, uh, but eight points um, on, on the snaps. Uh, Sione Takitaki, a guy I really like, still kind of ramping up from injury, I think. Uh, 63% of snaps, seven points, but on the back of a sack and a QB hit, he only had one solo to go with that. So uh, I'm keeping my eyes on him, but I'm not grabbing him just yet. Uh, Miles Garrett, no sack, means five points on 82% of snaps. Did get a QB hit, just didn't uh, get home this week. Uh, my my other guy, Agbania Akaranquo, just four points on 58% of snaps. Uh, on, a, on a tackle for loss, a QB hit on one solo. Would I like to see him get home, but 49ers aren't exactly a great matchup uh, for giving up sacks. So. Dalvin Tomlinson, two points, 60%. Jordan Elliott, two points, 44%. Both D tackles right there. Uh, Anthony Walker. So this is why I'm saying keep your eye on Sione Takitaki. Uh, Anthony Walker, just two points on just 37% of snaps. So it was JOK at 79%. And then my guy, Takitaki, at 63%, uh, taking all the linebacker snaps. So the Anthony Walker uh, experiment experience might be might be coming to an end here. Uh, Alex Wright, the defensive end, two points on 24%. Denzel Ward, the corner, did play 92% of snaps, which is one point. Uh, so that maybe that shutdown corner, you know, Brandon Ayuk didn't do a whole lot until the end of the game. So uh, Zadarius Smith, uh, just one point on 68% of snaps. So I've been on record saying I prefer uh, double O, uh, Agbania, Akonk for now to Zadarius Smith. I feel like Smith is kind of washed this year. He's still technically playing more snaps, but he's giving us nothing in production. So where do you want to start on the Browns? I think there's a lot here. <laughs> oh, man. Zadarius Smith has been my biggest bust all season. Uh, yeah. I had him in so many places because I expected, you know, Miles Garrett's on this side. Zadarius Smith, boom, you know, these guys it are made sense. Mm -hmm. Nothing. <laughs> he has done nothing. So frustrating. I don't even know if he has three tackles on this. Like he is <laughs> it's such a disappointment. Mm -hmm. Um Anthony Walker is in concussion protocol. So I think his laser ah, side it has to do with that. Mm -hmm. That being said, I have sworn off all Cleveland Browns linebackers <laughs> this year. Like I, I nobody's playing enough consistently and producing enough each week for me to trust any of them. Mm -hmm. That being said, if you're in a deep enough league, JOK seems to be the mm -hmm. one I would take the biggest shot on. Um, yeah, until somebody else can can just produce on a on a consistent basis, uh, 
it's odd for one of them to have more than 70% of snaps, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's such a mess there to try to figure out. Dell, but he's been struggling this year. We're, we're not getting big numbers out of him like we thought we would either. So uh, mm-hmm. very strange the way this defense is uh, – is getting their points. Yes, it's it's lumpy and it's all over the place. It's like it doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, can you really trust anybody outside of Miles Garrett? Right. No. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. No, everyone else is a complete Hail Mary play. So right. It's so I don't even know if it's matchup dependent because I don't feel like they hit home on the good matchups like they should. And right. And on the it's bad matchups, they, they might over. It's it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. If it's not Miles Garrett, I don't think I want him. I mean, we were saying Delpit for the longest time, but you're right. His his right. production is kind of um, it's just not there. Yeah, and I don't know why. Because we're um, seeing this week, we've seen all three safeties on the field. Uh, where Juan Thor missed the first what game? I think just the first one, uh, and McLeod took over for him. Right. And this week we got all three of them, and it's still just not a lot of points. So yeah, Delpit's basically given us, you know, two good games, one mediocre game this week, and three I would say duds. So he's basically three and three on the air, which is not, you know, that's tough if you're rolling him out. You know, as a weekly guy, he's definitely hurting you. Um, just as much as he's sort of helping you. So, yeah, this is this is rough. This is not great. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, I do. I'm a I'm a Taki Taki fan. So if if his snap share gets ramped up, um, and and you know if Walker is going to miss time with the concussion, I'm keeping an eye. Like I said, yeah, you're totally right. I'm not trusting, but I'm keeping my eye because he can give you the bigger. I think he's more big play uh consistent than jok um you, you know i just think he possesses those abilities more so than a jok um who's basically a safety defensive back you know, yeah yeah at least from a size perspective so right yeah it's gross this whole defense is gross it's garrett it's maybe delpit if you want to keep rolling the dice because he is seeing the snaps but and the linebackers <laughs> You know, unless you're in super deep dynasty leagues, don't bother. So yeah, what we're saying is don't chase the production in like your redraft leagues. <laughs> right. There's nobody here you want besides Garrett Dilpin. That's it. Exactly. Uh, gross, gross, gross. All right. We'll see if we can get it any better with the uh the Saints and the Texans. So for the Saints, we had Demario Davis at 21 points, 100 percent Marshawn Lattimore, the corner, 16 points on 86%. Carl Granderson, 16 points, 79%. Gets home again for a sack and gave us three solos, three assists, two TFLs, and a QB hit. So chock full box score. Um, unfortunately, Cameron Jordan not seeing the same success. Mm. Uh, I think maybe age is finally getting him. Um, okay, Zach Bond, 16 points on just 33% of snaps on the back of an interception. Don't chase that. Uh, Pete Warner, 10 points on 97. Back to Pete Warner things, giving you four solos, two assists with nothing else. Again, you know, it's not like Bond is overtaking him. He just happened to, you know, be in the right place at the right time on his 21 of 
63 snaps that were available, but Pete Warner, I'm just, I, I say it every week. I'm just not a fan. I, he does. He gives you tackles yeah. and nothing else. And that's like gross. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I just, yeah. if you have him in dynasty and you exactly, um, if you could find a Pete Warner fan in your dynasty league, I would try to sell um, for something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, right. Kalen Saunders, the defensive tackle, eight points on 56%. Ante Taylor kind of back down to earth, just seven and a half points on 60% of snaps. Not sure what's going on there. Uh, Terrain Matthews, seven points on 100%. Uh, Marcus May returns to 100%, but only six points. Uh, Nathan Shepard, the defensive tackle, five points on 60%. Isaac Yeadham, five points on just 6%. Uh, gave us some special teams production in those points as well. Cam Jordan, four points on 87%. Yikes. Uh, one solo, one assist, one TFL. Not great. Uh, Jordan Howden, who had been filling in for Marcus May, uh, three points on 13%. Paulson Adebo, two and a half points on 94%. Would have liked to see more production there. Uh, and Brian Breesey, I put on here, zero. So he stinks, zero points. Played forty six percent of snaps. So he's going to be like your. He's going to be a boom bust guy, and he's impossible to trust with with no production like this. He's 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 sack or bust uh, at this point, which which kind of stinks because he's getting opportunities. But um, uh, what else do you want? Do you want to talk about for the Saints? Uh, so I was talking about Zadarius Smith being on a lot of my teams. The other guy on a lot of my teams is Cameron Jordan. And yeah, I think you're same. right. I, I think age has finally got him because uh, he's got the playing time. Uh, and mm-hmm. Surely he's not being double teamed over, you know, Granderson right now uh, with his production. Mm-hmm. So, and I hate to see him slow down. He, he's been such a, a solid, consistent stud forever. Uh, but I'm I'm cutting bait with him in uh, redrafts. Uh, it's time. Uh, it's I hate to see it go. Um, Mario Davis, he done what you would expect. You know, handful of tackles. He has that sack. Yeah. You know, ability. You know that upside. So uh, mm-hmm. it's always nice when he hits home. Uh, a little surprised Lattimore got so many points. A lot of a lot of times they're trying to avoid him. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Pete Warner, like I said, he's just a guy. He is nothing <laughs> special. He, he's thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't even think I have him. I can't think of a single league I have him in because so, people were overdrafting well, for some reason, exactly. exactly. And uh, you can get Demario Davis like eight rounds uh, later, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. So, yeah, yeah. D- don't, don't go chasing waterfalls, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go chasing um, Werner Falls. Yeah, Warner Falls. There you go. That's that's your build song. Get on that, Matt. <laughs> uh, Marcus May, uh, his first game back, uh, 100% of snaps, only four tackles. We expect that to kind of go up a little bit. So, I feel like neither of these safeties possess much of a ceiling anymore these days. Just for whatever reason in this defense, you don't see a lot of production coming from either of these guys much like – I don't know if it's just low, low, uh, you know, tackle opportunities. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's it's kind of boomer bust with those guys, which is yeah. wild because at least you know one safety is usually that box guy up there getting something, and it's I don't know yeah. what to make of it. I really don't. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> 
All right. Well, let me. I just wanted to check there. Let's see. Um, free safety. Yeah. I mean, Matthew's still splitting his time between free safety and the box. So I guess Davis and Werner are just soaking it up, though. Um, wow. That's who knows? Because he, he just doesn't get a lot of tackles. We expect him to be an interception or a bust. Um, yeah. I I'm playing more- all that time in the box. Like, Right. What's he doing up there? <laughs> Is he just watching? <laughs> right. I don't get it. Um, all right. We'll flick to Houston now. <laughs> that Houston's going to be mm. fun. All right. Blake freaking Cashman, the linebacker, 31 points, 100% of snaps, of which there were 82 available. He, he goes for nine solos, six assists, two TFLs, a QB hit, and two passes defended. We'll try to make heads or tails of that. Steven Nelson, the corner, 22 points on 100% on the back of an interception. Had some nice tackles, too. Five solo, one assist. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, the defensive tackle, 18 points on 59%. We called this out in the start set that this was a nice matchup uh, for, for DT. So he got home for a sack. Uh, this week. So that interior line for New Orleans is not great. Um, Jimmy Ward, the safety, 12 points on 100%. Jalen Petrie uh, matches him with 12 points on 100%. So that dynamic duo is pretty solid uh, going forward, I would say. Shaq Griffin, the corner, 12 points, 98%. Henry Tuotuo, uh, the other linebacker, 11 points on 99%. Jonathan Greener, 10 points on 62%. Get uh, on the back of a half sack and three QB hits. Will Anderson, you know, another decent game without a sack, nine points on 70%, uh, three solos, one assist, two QB hits. So he's almost getting there. I, I think it's coming, uh, the monster game. Uh, MJ Stewart, the backup safety, 6.77%. Malik Collins, six points on 68%. So another DT with a decent enough game, uh, a half sack for him as well. Jerry Hughes, the old man, the DVDN, five points, 43%. Christian Harris, the linebacker, four points on just 11% of snaps. So he is pretty much cuttable everywhere. Uh, Kurt Hinnish, the D tackle, three points on 26%. And Khalil Davis, the other D tackle, two points on 44%. What are you doing with Cashman? Is, is he trustworthy? Like, what the hell? Uh, I. I've been looking into it because I thought, you know, maybe he just has beat out Perryman, but it looks like they decided to just hold him out mm-hmm. with the still with the hand injury. So that gives me hope that uh, Cashman okay. will fade back into oblivion. But I, I mean, right now, if you can get him or, you know, if he's still available and you need somebody, he's getting 100%. You just got to keep an eye on if uh, Perryman will be back or not. Mm hmm. Uh, and then this was 82 snaps, so that's a little higher than what we would normally see, but right. 15 tackles, it's a lot of tackles. Yes. Yeah, you would have liked to see this production even out a little bit between him and Tuo because they you know, basically played the same amount of snaps. So yeah. um, it looks like Tuo just graded very poorly this game. Um, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, Cashman graded very well this game. So he, I think he was maybe just more efficient with his, with his tackling. Let's see misses. Oh, they didn't credit to a tool with any misses. So I'm not sure why his, uh, 
His run defense grade was putrid. His tackling was good. His pass rush was bad, and his coverage was like, meh. But somehow he got an overall score that was really, really bad, basically last on the team. So I, I don't know what the hell to think with this linebacking core. At first it was, you know, two two O's demand, and now Cashman comes out of nowhere with out a monster eight or so. Right. Like, I don't know what to I, I, I mean, I'm playing two two. He's still playing 99% yeah. snaps. And, yeah, I think if Perryman's going to be out, you play Cashman as sort of this – Hail Mary, I, I think you gotta go pick him up, but he might only be serviceable for another week or so. So what'll probably happen is Perryman will come back and they'll uh they'll play Perryman and Cashman just to mess with us. You're right. That would be typical, <laughs> yeah. that would be about right, yeah. yeah. Um I'm curious what MJ Stewart's role was this week if they were playing yeah. just that many three safeties i don't see another cornerback on here so i'm wondering if he was playing more of a, a corner slot role or something this week so he had one in the defensive line nine in the box 38 at free safety 15 in the slot versus jimmy ward was oh jimmy ward played the slot this game seven oh so he was the slot guy interesting okay um stewart all over the place and petrie was kind of like he was more he played the most free safety staff, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> so he was deep. Wow, that's uh that's really weird. I, I wonder that's gotta be due to injuries. Yeah, I guess with Perryman, I yeah, uh, that's Perryman weird. Out oh, I guess because Tavier Thomas didn't come back, and maybe they were expecting him to. He's that's he's right. their normal slot corner, so yeah, yeah, that must have been it. But yeah, it's weird that Ward got those staffs and not Stewart. Um Right. So that's yeah, that's something to monitor. <laughs> that's that's really interesting. Uh more so in deep leagues. Uh, I'm just out here thinking out loud. Um absolutely. Man, Toa Toa is the only one I trust right now. Uh Cashman yeah. without knowing Pit, uh, Perryman for sure in or out, you know, if you wait too long, you're gonna miss out on picking Cashman up. Right. Or if you jump too early, you could pick him up and then he'd be useless. So uh-huh. You're kind of you're in a weird spot right now. Yeah, it's goofy. I don't know. I mean, who do they got? Um, why is, it, is everyone on a bye next week? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, NFL like right. messed up. We'll Jesus. figure so, out yeah. the week after. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll pay attention to Perryman's health and then go from there. <laughs> that that'll give him that extra time to maybe get over that broken hand. So. I would expect Perryman to come back. Uh, what week eight? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I just don't know who's going to be with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So annoying when these jags <laughs> come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These coaches get All right. start rearranging the whole defense. I don't get it. All right, now we go to Colts Jaguars. For the Colts, uh, top scorer was Juju Julius Brents, the corner, twenty-five and a half points. 94% got an interception along with solid tackles, uh, five solos to assist. Uh, Kenny Moore, so dominated by the corners this game, 16 and a half points on 100%. Zaire Franklin, strong enough game, 14 points, 100%. Shaq Leonard shows some life with 13 points on 81%. That's that's nice to see him bouncing back there. Uh, Samson Ibukam gets home for a sack and 13 points on 55%. Uh, Forrest Buckner uh, gets a sack and 10 points 
on 70%. Uh, what I'd like to see is tackles go a little bit more, just one solo to assist, but saved his day with the sack. Uh, Julian Blackman, the safety, nine points, 100% of snaps. Taekwon Lewis, the defensive end, nine points, 28%. Taven Bryan, the defensive tackle, six points, 25%. EJ Speed back to the backup duties, five points on 42%. Grover Stewart, the defensive tackle, still not giving us much after the Cinderella season last year, uh, four points on 72%. The snaps are nice. He's just not giving us the production um, that we were used to last year. Uh, Eric Johnson, another defensive tackle, three points, 22%. Jalen Jones, a corner, two and a half points, 75%. Quiddy Pay, bad game, 2.62%. And his his partner, uh, Deo Odeingbo, uh, two points on just 52%. So it was Ibukam of the edge rushers that got home this week, uh, along with Taekwon Lewis and DeForest Buckner there. So, um, yeah, my biggest thing is that I've been writing about Julius Brent almost every week, so trying to tell you guys to pick him up. Uh, Second-round rookie, new, you know, with the – crappy depth chart that the Colts had at, at corner. He missed the first two weeks with injury. I was telling you since week two to go get this guy. So hope hope you listen. Um, beyond that, you know, Franklin, you know, six solos, two assists, nothing else this game. Usually he gives you something else in the splash play department. But, hey, eight tackles is, is nothing to, to scoff your nose at there. So um, how about Shaq Leonard? You know, 81%. Oh, we, we buying it? <laughs> No. Um, yeah, me neither. Uh, th- this is the most he's he's had since week one, I think, and that was also against the Jaguars. So I, I assume this is more yeah, game script, you know, based on the opponent here. Uh, I, I'm not falling for Leonard again. <laughs> I'm not nope. not taking the bait. Uh, yeah, Franklin only had only had eight tackles, so. <laughs> that's that's where that's what we expect out of him. We expect 16. So nah, right. solid game. Floor game. Yeah, yeah. That's a very nice floor. Uh Quiddy Pay. Uh we're just I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and whatnot that people are getting frustrated, they're ready to cut him. If you got a better option, go for it. But this guy's right. expected boom or bust. It's he either gets a sack right. or he doesn't. Right. And it, it's been Abicam who's got four out of six games a sack. So yeah, he's been the, the more consistent of the two. And if mm-hmm. if you're in the right league and you want to cut a guy not performing, you better be getting a guy that is. Right. <laughs> so you don't feel exactly. sick for, for dropping him. You, know, you don't want to hate yourself. Uh, he's still got name value, so you could potentially trade yeah. him. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then Grover Stewart, um, yeah, he had a good two, three year run there. And he started the season out decent. Uh, he's a tackle yeah. guy. He's not a side guy, right? Uh, but he, but he has been uh, been low here lately. So, uh, I'm probably still holding on to him because if I have him, that means I'm in a deep league and I need him. Where I'm start, probably True. starting two two defensive tackles, and there's probably yeah. not a lot of options out there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the Jacksonville side, Foyer Luocon doing his thing, 30 points, 100% of snaps. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins, 21.4 on 
on the back of an interception. Uh, Andre Cisco also with an interception, 20.1 points on 94%. Uh, Devin Lloyd comes back healthy, play, uh, plays 97% of the snaps, uh, 20 points. So Chad Muma, see you later. Um, he's not even on here this week. I should have put him on for his snap count, but uh, I don't think he played any, actually. <laughs> um, Darius Williams going strong, 18 and a half points, played 100% of snaps, another interception, and Tyson Campbell probably going to be missing some time. So uh, Darius Williams, absolutely worth uh, a pickup here um, going going forward, uh, especially if Tyson, Williams is, or Tyson Campbell is going to miss time. Uh, Josh Allen, the defensive end, 17 points on 85%, gets gets home with a sack. Very nice. Uh, then we have a big drop-off. Trayvon Walker, nine points on 81%, half of a sack there. Uh, Trey Herndon, eight and a half points, 51%. Uh, Clavon Chason, eight points on 22%, gets home for a sack. Don't chase it. Um, Monteric Brown, the corner, seven points on 69%. Nice. Roy Robertson Harris, the defensive tackle, six points on 59%. Tyson Campbell, so four and a half points on just 31%, was lost to injury. Uh, Adam Gotsis, the D tackle, three points, 44%. Dwayne Smoot, uh, defensive tackle, three points, 41%. Someone I want to just call out really quick in DT required leagues. He had a really nice year. He had like seven sacks last year or something. So he just got uh, activated. He was on like pop slash IR. So look for his snap count to ramp, ramp up and could be someone to add in DT required leagues on good matchups. Uh, Jeremiah Ledbetter, another D tackle, three points, 20, 32%. Angelo Blackson, another D tackle, three points, 29%. Foley Fatasaki, another defensive tackle, two points, 44%. And backup safety, Andrew Wingard, two points on 6%. So, um, yeah, what do you got for Jacksonville? Yeah, I think you nailed the Dwayne Smoot call. Uh, he's somebody. Yeah, I, he's good. I'll be picking him up, uh, especially with DT eligibility, because yeah. I think he was defensive end last year on MFL. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he probably was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this. I mean, he's got good value, and him coming back. You know, he didn't do a lot, but. His first game back, so I'm, yeah. I'm expecting him to, to take off and have some good games. Uh, he's definitely someone I'm interested. Uh, Darius Williams, three straight games, three straight games with interceptions. Uh, he's uh-huh. been on fire. Uh, I'm interested in streaming him. Tyson Campbell hurts. Uh, short week. They're playing the Saints Thursday night. I don't expect him to play at all. And mm-hmm. it was Monteric Brown that took his spot. So that could be somebody if you want to stream, he may be in for a busy game against the Saints. Yeah. Uh, man, everybody else did pretty much what I would expect them to. Trayvon Walker is getting close. Uh, he, he's just out of reach on some of these sacks. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. him to start hitting home soon. 81% of snaps. I mean, nothing, you know, that's very solid. So, yeah, he had a lot of pressures. Uh, I think him and yeah. Josh Allen are getting about the same. It's just Allen hit home for a, for a whole sack. Uh, Walker's right there. He's just, just gotta, just gotta finish, I guess. Yeah. Walker actually had five pressures to Allen's four. So, um, 
keep playing him if you can. I mean, he's he's close. He's gonna he's gonna have a big game. Yeah, totally agree. All right, anything else? I guess pretty much it. All right, Panthers, Dolphins. Um, we had 67 snaps for the Panthers, uh, dominated by the corners here in this one. Uh, Troy Hill, 26.6 points on just 27% of snaps, so he had a pick six there. Uh, don't go chasing that. Uh, but C.J. Henderson played 100% of snaps, 24.5 points, uh, nine tackles, eight solo, one tackle for loss, and a pass defended. So a very solid game. Probably to be expected against, you know, being busy against the Dolphins. Uh, Frankie Louvu, uh, the linebacker, 15 points, not bad, uh, but just 76% of snaps. So don't like what's going on in Carolina um, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> uh, Shy Tuttle, the defensive tackle, 12 points on 52%. Matthias Farley uh, is a safety apparently now for Carolina. 11 points on 94%. We're going to talk about Jeremy Chin here at the very bottom. Uh, also gave production on special teams. Very annoying. Um, Dante Jackson, 10 points to corner on 94%. Camus Grugier-Hill, you know, played more snaps this week, up to 58%. On nine points, solid, but still not enough to be, you know, relevant yet. Uh, Sam Franklin, the, the safety has been on fire. Uh, kind of back down to earth with eight points on 99%. Deion Jones, they decided to play and activate. I don't know what was wrong with him the previous two weeks, but he was healthy scratch the previous like two weeks, and now they decide to play him 33% of snaps, seven points. Uh, Brian Burns, another annoying game, 79% of snaps, just six points, uh, two solos, uh, TFL, and a QB hit, no sack, nothing else. Uh, Deshaun Williams, the defensive tackle, three points, 51%. Nick Thurman, defensive tackle, three points, 51%. Yitter Gross Matos, another gross game, three points, 45%. Uh, Derek Brown turns in a stinker, two points on 70% on just two assists, nothing else. Uh, with the air attack of the Dolphins and the running game just getting through, Derek Brown, unfortunately. Just an off game. Uh, DJ Johnson, the rookie edge rusher, defensive end, two points, 36%. Justin Houston, DN, two points, 27%. Amari Barno, the DN, two points, 18%. LeBrian Ray, the defensive tackle, one point on 51%. And here lies the ghost of Jeremy Chin, RIP, uh, week six, 2023, zero points. 39% says, I mean, they have to be trading him, right? That's the only possible explanation for this usage and these snap counts and, and this, and this production, right? They have to be working a trade. I mean, you've, you've lost Von Bell. You've lost Xavier Woods. You've lost, uh, Jack Thompson. Thompson. I mean, I mean, this, that, that's, that's his expert. He can play any of those positions and he's playing none of them. <laughs> like what is going on here, man? What is going on? I don't get I it don't at get all. It. I haven't heard any trades you're going on, so I, I just, yeah. I'm blown away. I mean, I mean, they better trade him. That is, if they don't, this is the only explanation. And this is why, you know, I, I see fantasy receipts poking fun at like fantasy analysts who complain about usage or like pretend like, you know, 
basically giving us a hard time for being like, you think you know, you know, how to run an NFL team. Well, you know what? In, in instances like this, you're goddamn right. Like this is yeah. makes, if if they're not trading him, this is absolute gross misuse and misjudgment of a player's abilities and talents and usage. Like it's just it makes no sense. So if they are not trading him, then everyone should clean house. They, they don't know what they're doing. They're never going to win with Bryce Young. They're never going to win with anybody on this defense. Like it is so frustrating and, and so yeah. annoying. So I, I, I hope he lands with the Eagles. That would be amazing. But if they, <laughs> if they don't end up trading him, then I just don't have any words more. I, I, I'm lost. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, you, you, <laughs> I, I I don't get it, man. Uh, Troy Hills is a slot safety or a slot corner. So I mean, right. there that covers him to move him to one of these safety positions, put him in Shaq Thompson's spot. That's where I think right. he would thrive. Like he would just pop off. But they won't do yeah, it. Yeah, we I'll, know that. Yeah, yeah, they don't. <laughs> we right. just don't know how to tell them. Um, they. It's they signed Matthias. They Farley. signed thirty-one-year-old Matthias Farley off the street and send him <laughs> back down to the practice squad today. An hour ago, there's a there's a note. Oh, Farley reverts to practice squad. What are we doing? I mean, but you can't play chin. You got to drop him and dynasty unless you're banking. If they if it's past the trade deadline, you either cut. Or trade Chin in your deepest dynasty league for a last round rookie pick. Like I'm done. I'm done. Even if he bounces back, I don't care. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, this is it's wild. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, like I said, I mean, we pretty much named where he could be up at up in the linebacker spot, back at yeah. one of the safety spots. And, and use this guy who we've seen for the last several years can can just pop off, rack mm-hmm. up tackles, make some big plays, and, and turn your defense around. <laughs> I, He's good at football. <laughs> yeah, he. We know that. <laughs> the coaches know that. Like I don't. I don't know what he did. That's. I want to know what he did to the coaches. <laughs> he had yeah. to insult somebody, right? Like. Uh, it feels like he's being held hostage here. He's probably pissed uh, at his usage, and rightfully so. Yeah, he's we all are. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's not. Maybe he's not AJ Brown. You know, where on the offense, squeaky wheel gets the oil, but he's a second round freaking pick. Like, he's got to have some clout. <laughs> yeah, you would think so. he would have been one of the big selling points as a coach to take over. But like, hey, we got this guy yeah. in. That can play damn near any spot on the field, mm-hmm. you know. That's the guy I want. That's my Swiss Army knife. I, I'm going to blitz him. I'm going to drop him back. I, I'm going to. I'm going to put him everywhere. And for whatever reason, they have just stuck him in the slot and let him die on 39 percent of the snaps. <laughs> oh, the linebacker uh, situation is a mess. You you have your top linebacker only playing 76. Well, he got against Miami. He got injured. Oh, well, there you go. Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> it was in the fourth quarter, so I, I I don't know what happened. I just knew he left early in the fourth. So <laughs> too bad you don't have a safety or somebody that could take a spot, you know? We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I mean, oh my God. He's Jeremy Chin is a is Josh Metallus on steroids. And he should be getting used the way Josh Metallus is getting used yeah. in Minnesota, and he's not. And that is a big, big problem, not only for real football. Yes, some of us, you know, are decent at understanding real football along with IDP fantasy football. So yeah. As bad as this defense is. And the uses that Jeremy Chin could be, you know, being used at, he should be getting double digit tackles every week. They're, they're I mean, now I'm kind of now I'm kind of flipping to wanting to buy him low. As much as I just said sell him, now I kind of want to go buy him low because it, it has to get better at some point, whether it's on a new team or they you know stop being stubborn on the coaching staff, like it has to get better. So now I might be a low a low buyer instead of a instead, but I've I already have sold most of it, so I don't. Yeah, know. you just it's went through just, all the stages of grief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I usually roll. <laughs> yeah, we watched that in real time, everyone. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Uh, um, this is just anything else on this team. Like, yeah, this is great. Matthias Fairley, you know, you ninety four percent now back on the practice squad, so you can't you can't really trust that. Maybe. One of Bell or Woods is going to get healthy and come back. Maybe I don't know, but they they're on a buy. Means. They're no, on a buy. Why is everyone on buy this week? So, so, so uh, yeah, maybe Bell and and Woods come out on the other end of this, and then uh, Chin can smokes. go back up to like forty three percent snaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to go to Miami before I lose my mind. All right, for Miami, we didn't have. A lot to go around here. Um, I don't see anybody that played 100% of snaps. So the most snaps uh, anyone played was 65, which is about average, but uh, it was kind of top heavy. So Christian Wilkins, the D tackle, finally has a nice game with two sacks and 20 points on 71%. He kind of got it. He's another one that's forcing you to start him every week um, with that usage and with the ceiling there. Uh, Cater Kohu, the cornerback, is a solid weekly play at, at corner leagues, uh, 16 points, 94%. Uh, David Long, 16 points on 74%, but with the blowout, you know, they're, they're going to be – him and Baker are going to flip-flop, I feel like, with the way these games are going for the, for the Dolphins. Um, Bradley Chubb, 16 points, 71%. Eli Apple is apparently a starter again now. 14 and a half points on 94%. So might be usable here. Uh, Xavier Howard, uh, 11 points on 81%. Jerome Baker, nine points, 68%. Zach Sealer back down to earth, but solid enough for a DT, nine points on 67%. I did get a sack, so, but only one solo, one assist, one TFL, and one QB hit to go along with that. Um, Deshaun Elliott, uh, kind of a stinker, eight points on 94%. Uh, Perry Nickerson, a backup corner, seven and a half points on just 29%. Andrew Van Ginkle, uh, just six points on 61%. We did have Jalen Phillips play, although we'll get to him. He turned in a stinker, so tough for Van Ginkle to, to do what he has been doing. Uh, Javon Holland, the stinker, five points on 94%. We expect him to, to rebound nicely. Uh, Raekwon Davis, defensive tackle, three points, 41%. Duke Riley, backup linebacker, three points, 32%. Cam Smith, backup corner, two and a half points, just 6%. Jalen Phillips, only two points 
which was one assist and one QB hit on 43% of snaps. So ramping him back up slowly, it looks like. Uh, Emmanuel Agba, the DT, two points on 32%. Brandon Jones, two points, only 6% of snaps. All his production came on special teams, which is one solo. Uh, Deshaun Hand, the defense tackle, 1.29%. Elijah Campbell, the corner, one point on 6%. So who do you want to talk about here? So yeah, big game for Wilkins. Good to see him get back in the uh, in the sack column oh, yeah. there. Uh, I think if he had a big brand new contract, he would be racking up more sacks. I do think that's been weighing on him. Cater uh, Kohu, he's somebody I was big on to begin the season with. He had some Good down stuff. games, but yeah. I thought I seen where he uh, got switched inside to the slot role uh, where they mm. had been playing him outside. Uh, early in the season. So hmm. if that's the case, then they were just playing him out of position, it sounds like. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know how true that was. Uh, I didn't research it very In quickly. previous games or in this game? In previous games, they were saying he was playing outside more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this game he got the majority of his snaps at slot. Uh, so last week, Last week, supposedly, they kicked him back inside to the slot, which is, I think is where he did so well last year. Okay, so, yes. You're, so yeah, we're, right. we're seeing his production kick up again. Yeah. Right. So uh, Good. Yeah, so he, he was a good buy low there for a minute, if he's still out there. Uh, David Long, I'm not real worried about. Uh, Are you Long or Team Long or Team Baker? I'm long. Uh, Baker, Me too. Uh, I feel is he, he's kind of like the Demario Davis. If he's not getting you a sack, he's not really doing much for you. Exactly. Uh, and and the whole Van Ginkle and Jalen Phillips thing is driving me batshit crazy because when when Van Ginkle plays for Phillips, he gets a sack. When Phillips mm-hmm. is in the game, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why can't yeah. you do that? Whether Phillips does something or not. <laughs> right. Uh, this Phillips thing is, this injury has drug out uh, pretty long now. And uh, I know a lot of people are getting frustrated. I know in redrafts, I've been asked, uh, should you drop him? And the answer is yes. If you have a better option, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dynasty, no. You're, you're not going to drop him. You shouldn't drop mm-hmm. him. Nothing else really stands out to me. Uh, it's they're playing the Panthers, who obviously don't know what they're doing. We went over <laughs> that, so I would expect some weird numbers on a few of these. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Phillips definitely holding dynasty. Just you hope to see him ramp up a little stronger. Uh, yeah, kind of just is what it is. All right. We'll flick to the next game. Um, Patriots and Raiders. So Patriots, we had 22 points on 76% of snaps for Jelani Tavai, the linebacker, not Jawan Bentley. So Tavai gets home, uh, earned, gets an interception, uh, 
carrying his score this year. So uh, not something I'm chasing or a guy I'm super excited about. But, hey, he had a nice game this one. Uh, Jabiro Peppers, who has cornerback eligibility on certain platforms. So that's a cheat code. Uh, 18 points on 93%. Uh, seven solos, two pass defended. So very nice game for him. He's still been a, a little up and down. But, hey, if you can start him as a corner, I'm, I'm taking that risk almost every week, uh, considering he's is a safety. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Christian Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle, 14 points, 71%. Uh, and does it without a sack. So nice to see him chipping in because uh, usually he's at the bottom of this list when he doesn't have a sack. So that's, you know, maybe he's finally going to gonna morph into what a lot of analysts have expected him to become uh, this year. So uh, Jonathan Jones, the corner, 12 and a half points, 79%. Anthony Jennings appears to be or appears to be what I thought Josh Uchi was going to be with Matt Judon going now. So no sack for Jennings, but 12 points, played 81% of the snaps, five solos, one assist, and one TFL. So uh, that's a guy he's probably worth a pickup in your deeper leagues that do reward sacks uh, appropriately at a, six points or more, I would say. Um, I'm, Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in, in Jennings for sure. Um, Juwan Bentley, of course, played 100% of snaps, but only nine points this week. Uh, JC Jackson, the corner, comes back to New England for his second game. Seven points, played 96% of snaps, so could be an attractive corner option going forward. Um, Kyle Duggar, uh, the safety, just seven points on 91%. We expect more from him. Uh, he's been pretty frustrating this year as well. I think he's only had like two good games. Um, Lawrence Guy, the D tackle, 7.64%. Devon Godchow, the other defensive tackle, 4.70%. Dietrich Wise, the defensive end, 3.56%. Uh, Mac Wilson, the linebacker, backup linebacker, 3.33%. Adrian Phillips, the backup safety, 3 points on 17%. Miles Bryant, who had a monster game last week, back down to earth at 2.5.63% this week. Uh, Sean Wade, a backup corner, two and a half points on 14%. Uh, Keon White, the promising rookie, but just two points on just 11% of snaps. So that's really disappointing to see the, uh, the, the fall off the cliff of snaps there, especially with no Matt Judon. Um, uh, Jalen Mills, backup corner, 1.29%. Here's my guy. Now, he did get injured, but I think it was kind of trending to lose his job anyway. Zero points. Just 27% of snaps. I'm actually kind of glad he's injured. Let's just clear this up. Now it's Anthony Jennings' jobs to lose. So um, whatever. Uh, that really annoys me because I was a big Gucci guy. Uh, Sam Roberts, the D tackle, zero on 24%. And I kept Marty Mapu on here. A lot of Marty Mapu guys, zero points, zero defensive snaps, only played on special teams. So wherever you want to head here with the with the Patriots. Yeah, so before this past week, I picked up Anthony Jennings in at least two nice. leagues, and they were deeper leagues. Uh, yeah. Because I, I had Judon everywhere, and I lost him. But I, I was looking at stat yeah. counts on IDP, guys, last week. Hell yeah. And I've seen he got like 60-some percent. And yeah, yeah he had just, just a few tackles. But I liked right. seeing his usage and mm -hmm. that, you know, it was uh, – he was kind of taking over that role. So I went ahead and picked him up. 
and I actually ended up starting him uh, this past week, and he for sure won me one game. So, uh, because <laughs> nice. he had defensive end eligibility, so right, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. the big key. If he was in a linebacker spot, I'm probably not right. going to be able to use him. Uh, but yeah, having that defensive end uh, edge rusher eligibility that boosts him quite a bit, and I am very interested in him. Uh, I don't trust Bar. Yeah, before. he's. Really he is a he is a defensive end. So I'm looking at his alignments. Okay. 53 snaps of uh of 57 on the defensive line, then three in the box, one in the slot. So yes, he okay. is he is Matt Judon now. So Good. he's I think the biggest name to be concerned about here. Um and is for sure worth a pickup, like we said, in leagues where he's playable as a defensive lineman or an end. Uh, and where you reward sacks appropriately with your points. Uh, because, yeah, right. this is probably a ceiling game from him tackle-wise. You're not going to see six total tackles from him probably too often, but the sack upside is also there, and that's right. what you're you're banking on with him. So, uh, and Judon was yeah. the same way. You weren't going to get a whole lot of tackles, but you were going to get exactly. between one and three sacks. So. Yeah, that's the production we could maybe get from this guy, and he's one of the few I'm willing to trust. Uh, it's you can't trust Duggar, you can't trust uh, Tavai Barmore. I mean, you Nobody, really can't trust really, a lot yeah. on this defense. Uh, Bentley, I mean, is even a solid Bentley, he plays 100 percent SAS, but yeah, he his production yeah. sucks sometimes. <laughs> right, Peppers, Peppers is somebody I'm, I'm yeah. definitely. Uh, uh, Picking up and playing with the right matchups, uh, but he has yeah. been on a bit of a roller coaster as well. So yeah. it's ugly, but I think Jennings and Peppers are the definitely definitely the guys I want to invest in here. Absolutely. All right, for the Raiders, uh, not a lot of points to go around. Um, Sixty snaps, so you know that's below the average. Uh, Trayvon Merrick, the safety, having a really nice year. Um, and is the you know the guy over Marcus Epps? They both play 100% mm. of snaps, but Merrick has been turning in all of the production. So he's if you haven't figured it out by now, you haven't been listening to us long enough because he's he's the safety you want from from this defense. So uh, 16.2 points on 100% of snaps uh, did get an interception. So um, yeah, without it, not a great line. But hey, he gave he gave you the interception. Is playing the snap so. Uh, Crosby does his thing, 16 points, 100% snaps, even with just a half sack. But, man, a defensive end playing 100% of snaps is just – he's wow. just a freaking monster freak of nature. He's hes probably my favorite, like, I, non-Eagle, like, IDP player, um, especially if you if – you, man, you're not aware of his, like, backstory. He's, like, a recovery yes. addict. Um, and, right. like, it's just so cool. Like, I'm rooting for this guy. Like, uh, he's Hell just – nice he's team. awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I mean, defensive ends just don't play the amount of plays. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a He's, different animal to begin with. Yeah, he was like questionable leading up to this game. I think, or was last week. Still plays through injury. Like it's insane. So he's he's like a he's definitely a top three D lineman um, in dynasty for sure. Um, behind him, Amik Robertson, the corner, uh, sixteen points. On 65% of snaps, uh, 
kind of steals a sack uh, this game. Um, Tyler Hall, another corner, 13.5 points, 77%. John Jenkins, the defensive tackle. We've met, we talked about him. Um, lower snap count this week, 47%, but got home for a sack. We had touted him. You know, He's playing a good amount as far as the defensive tackle. So if you need a, a Hail Mary in, uh, in your DT required leagues, he's someone to look at. Um, Spillane, you know, gives you a floor game, 10 points, 100% of snaps after the monster uh, two-interception game last week. Um, Adam Butler, defensive end slash tackle, uh, 10 points, 47%. Divine Diablo, nine points on 92%. You know, only two solos, uh, five assists. We'd like to see that flip-flop a little bit. Um, Bilal Nichols, the DT, nine points, 58%. Jacorian Bennett, seven and a half points, 48%. Uh, the corner. Tyree Wilson, the rookie defensive end, shows up for the first time in a couple weeks. Uh, four points on 37%. Uh, Marcus Peters, the corner, plays 100% of snaps, but only three points on three assists. Uh, Luke Masterson, the backup linebacker, three points on 8%. Marcus Epps, the other safety, plays 100% of snaps, just two points. He's not worth anything right now. Um, uh, Isaac Rochelle, uh, the defensive end, two points on 27%, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Cooch. Uh, and Byron Young, the other Byron Young, the defensive tackle, two points on 22%. So, yeah, outside of Crosby and the linebackers and Merrick, there's never much to talk about the Raiders. Um, so unless there's anybody you want to touch on, go ahead. Nah, just Marcus Epps has been such a disappointment. Yeah, knowing that he's playing all these snaps and just giving hundred percent sixty, yeah, and then two little assisted tackles. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's well, Sean. I've got ball. news for you. I, he's just not very good. <laughs> uh, he, you I don't know, need as, him to be as good. A former Eagle, yeah, he gave <laughs> you some flashes for IDP production, but. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just not good. <laughs> I I wasn't expecting him to be good. I just expected him to give me fantasy points. <laughs> I hear you. And when you're playing 100 yeah. snaps, it's pretty it's pretty incredible that he's not giving us yeah. any production on those snaps. <laughs> You'd think he'd eventually run into somebody, right? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd run into him. Like it's gotta happen. Yikes. But yeah, just a just a tough matchup for Spillane and Diablo this week. Uh we weren't expecting a whole lot here, so that's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Mad Max, you're you yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, you're rolling sure. out Crosby, you're rolling out Spillane, you're kind of rolling out Diablo uh pretty pretty easily. And then like I said, yeah, Merrick, he's gonna have like I said, without the pick here, yeah, not a great game, but He's given us these splash plays this year. So he's putting himself in the position to give us the splash plays. So ride the wave, you know? Um, yeah. So, after yeah. he did nothing all last year. Like he, exactly. He was, he was that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fair, fair, fair. But hey, Merrick's a former, I, I think maybe first or definitely second rounder if he's not a first rounder. Epps is like a UDFA or late round guy. So yeah, yeah, you know yeah, the literally. talent was always there for Merrick. Maybe maybe usage and coaching in the past. Not, like, not exactly I think long. last year he played like <laughs> 1,100 snaps and barely did yeah. anything. Like it was such a crazy stat. But uh, but he's yeah. out there uh, and he's running into people. So Exactly. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> take it while you got it. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Cardinals Rams. Um, my guy, Kaiser White, another great performance. 19 points, 100% snaps. Gets home for a sack to, to add to that. Uh, Marco Wilson, the corner, we've been talking about him. 12 and a half points, 100%. Uh, now there was only 57 snaps, so we have a pretty steep drop off here. Uh, Josh Woods regains his LB2 role on the Cardinals as the LB2, I should say. Uh, 10 points, 60% of snaps. So, you know, flyer, super deep guy in, in really deep league starting 11 or more IDPs. Um, okay, Andre Charcheret is a cheat code on MFL. So he is a corner on MFL. He is basically a safety um, for, you know, Jalen Thompson being out, Buda Baker being out. Um, so there's there's a cheat code if you need one. Uh, nine and a half points, okay, on 100% of snaps. Um, but, hey, if you, if you need a cheat code in your really deep dynasty leagues, he could be someone that you can plug in uh, in your CB required leagues getting snaps as a safety. So keep that in mind, Andre Chartere. Um Antonio Hamilton, the other corner, nine and a half points, 79%. Uh, Victor Dimukeji, the DN, nine points on 32%. Happened to get home for a sack this week. Uh, I'm never, we're, the message is none of these Arizona defensive linemen can be trusted. That includes yep. Dennis the Barbarian guard deck. Yeah, you know, you're wasting your time trying to trying to chase uh, who, who it's going to be that gets home uh, for a sack each week. Uh, so Kevin Strong does it this week as a defensive tackle. Eight points, 49% on, on the back of a sack. Uh, Kytrell Clark, the promising rookie corner uh, who's been losing snap shares recently, uh, just seven and a half points on 56%. Kind of kind of sucks to see him going in the wrong direction. Uh, Kevon Wallace, after a monster game, you know, comes crashing back down to earth, just six points, but still playing 100% of snaps. Again, with only 57 to go around, you know, Bad game script for them. Eh, you kind of just got to roll with the punches. I'm still uh, starting him most weeks. Um, Jonathan Ledbetter on the DN, 6.61%. Dennis Gardeck, just five points on f- just 46% of snaps. Dante Stills, a defensive tackle, uh, four points, 47%. Roy Lopez, defensive tackle, four points, 33%. Lakey Foto, defensive tackle, three points, 35%. Zaven Collins, uh, the D end, two points on 65%, just one solo. Yuck. Cameron Thomas, two points, 44%. And BJ Ojolari got a slight uptick in snaps this week, up to 32%, but just two points still. Uh, so not really uh, not really worth paying much attention to. So uh, I'll, I'll go to Zaven Collins. I mean, he stinks, right? Like he, he's basically sack or bust, and this week he was a bust. I'm not. I'm not holding the bag if if I don't have to. No, no, he's he's been incredible uh, a while back. So, yep, there there's nothing to hold on to. Uh, with they have such a heavy rotation. I mean, you look, there's ten defensive <laughs> yeah, linemen here, yeah. and that are playing like thirty to forty percent of the uh-huh. game here. It's such a rotation. Yeah, it's worse than no, what the nice. Eagles were doing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's White and Wallace have been the only two I've really been wanting from this team for a while now. I did like the matchup for for Wilson and Hamilton against the Rams. Uh, Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But, again, low snaps. Uh, Then the impending return of Buda Baker. What does that do for you? 
Right. Yeah. Who's he going to displace? Is it going to be Wallace or is it going to be the the guy, you know, a Charchere and uh, right. possibly a Thompson if he ever comes back? So um, is his boot actually due back anytime soon or are they? Keep I, I heard there? week seven was the earliest is the is what I heard. Right. Which is I mean, I'm not playing him because right he, was, he was kind of bad. Well, all right. So. That first game, it was Baker, Thompson, and Wallace. All three were right. playing that game. So I'm, right. I'm wondering if Wallace is safe no matter what. As you know, as he is more, is. more of that linebacker than say Woods is. Right. You know, like, kind of like that role. Um, I yeah. think Wallace is safe. It's Charcere who will be the first to go. I think for sure. Yeah. So. Yep. Totally agree. Any, anyone else? No, that's it. It's there's nothing else to trust there. Exactly. <laughs> All right. For the Rams side, Byron Young was a nice hit for me this week in my start sits. Uh 18 nice. points on 86%. So he gets home with a sack, two QB hits, forced a fumble, which your forced fumble should always be worth more than your fumble recoveries. It's a lot harder to force a fumble than fall on a bouncing round ball. Just FYI. Um, three assists, three solos. So really nice all-around game from Byron Young. Really excited for him, especially in Dynasty uh, going forward. So uh, happy happy to see a nice game here. Uh, behind him, Ernest Jones, 17 points on 78% of snaps. Jones was questionable coming into this game, so I think they kind of took it easy with him. May have even missed uh, a handful of snaps due to the lingering injury. So hopefully he's okay going forward here. But yeah, uh, so that's just that's the reasoning behind his 78%. But hey, he still gave you 10 tackles, uh, seven solos. So you know, I'm not gonna turn my nose up at that. Um mm-hmm. behind him, Christian Roseboom chipped in uh in backup duties, 15 points on 54%, got an interception. So that probably should have been Jones's, but that's okay. Um, we'll let it go. Uh, so, yeah, that score primarily on the back of the interception. Um, Jonah Williams, a defensive tackle, 15 points on 45% on the back of a sack. He's He's been he's been popping up here and there as, you know, playing next to Aaron Donald. Um, but still, 45%, can't really trust that. Um, Akilah Weatherspoon, the corner, 13.5 points, 89%. Aaron Donald does chip in 13 points on 80% uh, without a sack. So nice to have that. That production there without a sack. Uh, Kobe Durant, the corner, 12 points on 87%. Jordan Fuller, decent enough game, nine points on 100%. Uh, five tackles with nothing else, four solos. So you would have liked to see some splash plays, but hey, uh, 100% snaps and five tackles is a nice little floor for your safety. Um, Kobe Turner, the D tackle, nine points, 74%. Quinton Lake, the backup safety, nine points, 36%. Michael Hecht, the defensive end, seven points on 71%. Uh, Duke Shelley, the corner, six points, 11%. Russ Yeast, the safety who does play 100%, but only five points this game. Um, Darion Kendrick, five points, 89%. Uh, Travius Tomlinson, corner, five points on 11%. Gave special teams production. Zach Van Valkenburg does not steal a sack this week. Four points on just 20%. We told you not to chase him. Uh, Marquise Copeland, defensive tackle, 2 points, 14%. Jake Hummel, 2 points, 12%. 
and Oshwan Mathis, the DN, 1.24%. Uh, who you got for the Rams? Yeah, obviously, Ernest Jones is the stud here. Um, mm -hmm. Byron Young, I mean, he had a good start to the season where he was getting you know, half sack, sack, half sack. Uh, went a little dry the last few weeks and back yeah. on track. So he's a rookie. Mm -hmm. It happens. Yeah. It happens to the veterans. I mean, it's you can't ask for better production uh, than what we've gotten out of Young. So he's been sneakily one of the best rookies out there. Yeah, um, and that's those snap shares have remained high. Have Yes. Even when he's kind of disappeared in production, the snaps are still in that 70 to 80 plus percent range, which is great for a rookie D, D lineman. <laughs> right. He's getting the numbers I was expecting Michael Hoyt to get. So that's. Yeah. I've been really impressed with it. I really have been. Uh, mm -hmm. And down a little bit on Hoyt with his lack of production. Uh, but he's turned out a good game or two, yeah. but he's been more missed than hit. Uh, yeah. With you with Fuller. Should have had more, I, I think, especially with uh, Ernest Jones being a little banged up. That could be where Quinn Lake right. came in and, and took over some of that. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he fell on a loose fumble. <laughs> that yeah, Quinn yeah. Lake stole it from Fuller or Yeast or Jones. <laughs> like, yeah, so That's another guy who's been really disappointing uh, on a team that doesn't really have anybody outside of Ernest Jones to eat up all these tackles. You would think the the safeties would be eating up more, but right. I don't know why it hasn't happened. Like I don't I don't know where all these tackles are going. It's Ernest Jones gets a ball, and mm -hmm. there's only a little bit for the safeties, which is just kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Donald, he's not the the juggernaut he used to be. Uh, it's good to see him still mm -hmm. producing without the sacks. He's still getting back there to the quarterback. He's, there's a lot of quarterback hits this week, so. Yeah. He's he's not a must start, but he's probably still a, a starter every week. For sure. In shower leagues, I think he can be classified as more of a streamer, but absolutely. It's your tough most people that have him took him on the name value, and until he yeah. has a bye week or gets injured, they're not gonna not start him. So I get it. But hey, if it's me playing in that shower league, I'm treating him I'm as more him. of a streamer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on to Eagles Jets. Uh, don't get me started on the game. Let's stick to fantasy. Don't go on a tangent. How crazy yeah. that was. Very nice to uh, see Hassan Usa, Reddick uh, back at top. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So yes, I'll I'll stick with the positive, which was Hassan Reddick. Uh 24.72%, uh two and a half sacks. Uh, four solos, one assist, two TFLs, three QB hits. So these that cast coming off was was really the the skeleton key to unlocking him. I don't yeah. know why it was such a hindrance, but apparently it was. <laughs> so Hassan Reddick is all the way back. Great to see that. Uh, behind him, James Bradbury, the corner, played 100% of snaps, 16 points. Uh, Josh Sweat, 75% of snaps, 13 points. On the back of a sack, uh, Reed Blankenship, 12 points, just 65% of snaps. Uh, Josh Job, the corner playing in, in relief of Darius Slay, uh, 11 points, 82 per, oops, excuse me, percent. Um, Milton Williams playing in relief of Jalen Carter, 
had 10 points and 63%. Carter, kind of a surprise inactive. I was annoyed when I heard that news. Right. Um, and with all that, I, so the linebackers really confused me in this one. So uh, Nicholas Morrow, nine points on 55%. Jacoby Dean returns seven points on just 49% of snaps. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, after I had been bashing him, he's the backup. I guess Justin Evans was injured. I don't know what the heck happened there. But Terrell Edmonds back to 100% of snaps after zero uh, and only six points. Zach Cunningham, for some reason, played the most linebacker snaps at 75% and gave you the least amount of production with six points. So really annoying situation uh, going on there. Hopefully Dean just ramps up with his health um, and, and fully takes over because this is gross uh, if this is how it's going to be. Uh, Jordan Davis, the D tackle, 6.68%. Like, decent enough game for him with a half sack. Um, Brandon Graham, the DN, 5.29%, also a half sack. Um, Bradley Roby, 2.5 points to corner on 46%. Fletcher Cox in, in comes back healthy. Uh, plays the most snaps of the DTs at 78%, but also the lowest production at just two points. Contavious Street, backup DT, two points on 35%. Derek Barnett shows up on the stat sheet. I wish we would just cut him. Uh, one point on 20%. And Eli Ricks, backup corner, one point, 18%. So, um, yeah, these linebackers are annoying. Like I said, I'm going to hope N'Kobe Dean gets healthy and ramps up those snaps. Um, but until we see it, you kind of just have to keep him on the bench, right? <laughs> Yeah, I really don't know why they just wouldn't go ahead and give it to him all this week. Um, if he's helping healthy enough to play, then play the whole yeah. game. <laughs> Very it's wild that Cunningham was the guy to get get all the snaps there. Uh, yeah, he's just a, a a thumper right now. I mean, he's that's all he ever was. He was never good in coverage. So why would you not have Dean running around out there more of? That, that's what should have happened. I think Jalen Carter not being there hurt this team more than anything. For sure. Uh, but Reddick, yeah, good seeing him pop off after getting that uh, cast off, which is wild that that was what was holding him back. Yeah. Um, yep. Blankenship, he's, he's been great. Uh, not big numbers, but he's even against bad matchups. This guy's producing. And uh, I'm really big on him right now so he did uh, leave in the third quarter with rib injury that's why his snap share went down this week so now apparently the x-rays came back negative for blanket ship okay. yeah so um hopefully and, he shakes it off <laughs> and justin evans was injured so i don't know yeah what the but injury he is played 100% of the snaps last week. So what the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they thought this was going to be a cakewalk game and, and got hit in the mouth. Uh, oh, they placed him on IR. Oh, is he? What the I didn't see that. With a neck issue. But he literally, I think, played 100% of the snaps last week. So I guess fire Tron means back up. Uh, words that should never be said. I know. It's gross. Oh uh, yeah, this is yeah. Reddick's the guy you want. 
and Blankenship if he's healthy enough to play. If if you lose Blankenship too, then what? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Brown is healthy enough to come back because he's missed the past couple of weeks injured, but right. hasn't made it to IR. So maybe he's ramping up his health. Um, yeah, it would be Sidney Brown or someone off the street. <laughs> well, the secondary is really getting hit hard. Yeah, really not great. bad. Yeah, keep an eye on the secondary. We might have some good streamers coming up. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, you're benching the linebackers until we get some clarity. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from that until, until Dean takes all the way back over. Yeah. All right, flicking to the Jets. Uh, Quincy Williams just having a monster kind of second breakout season. Um, 27 points, 97% of snaps. Uh, fills the stat sheet, a fumble recovery, pass defended, TFL, three assists, nine solo. So crushing it. Um, Tony Adams is, you know, is the the safety. Uh, we thought maybe he lost his job to Adrian Amos, but Amos is playing zero defensive snaps while Adams is back healthy again. So uh, Adams and Whitehead are, are your guys back there. So Adams, 25 and a half points on 100% of snaps. Had an interception. Um, very nice game for him. CJ Mosley, 22 points, 100% doing CJ Mosley things. Uh, Bryce Hall was a nice streamer this week with no Sauce Gardner and no D DJ Reed. So we, in our Discord chat that is only available to subscribers, we helped some people out with uh, suggesting Bryce Hall as a streamer. Um, so, yeah, if you want great access on game day, sign up. IDP plus sign plus sign pod. Uh, ten percent off. Get you know, come come join us for the rest of the year. Uh, Bryce Hoff, the defensive end, fourteen points, fifty percent of snaps. Uh, Michael Carter, the other corner, twelve and a half on seventy-seven percent. Quinton Williams, okay game, eleven point seven on seventy-three percent. He did have an interception, uh, which is kind of odd by him. So uh, saved his day with that interception, actually. Uh, Jordan Whitehead, decent game, 10 points, 100% of snaps, uh, saved by a couple of defended passes. So hopefully your league scores appropriately for them because otherwise it was three solos, which not great. Um, Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, 10 points on 71%, had three defended passes uh, to go along with his two solos. Uh, Craig James, a backup corner, five points, 59%. Tay Hayes, a backup corner, five points on 19%. Jamie and Sherwood, backup linebacker, 5.7%, gave some special teams uh, stats as well. John Franklin Myers, the DN, 4.61%. Quinton Jefferson, 4 points on 39% for the defensive tackle. Ashton Davis is now kind of the third safety, uh, 3 points on just 40% of snaps. So, you know, if Adams or Whitehead goes down, it looks like Davis might be the next guy up. Uh, Solomon Thomas, the D-tackle, the 2.26%. Um, anything noteworthy for the Jets here? I would expect those top three to be those top three. Uh, Jordan yeah. Whitehead, man, he had three interceptions that first game, and he had one big <laughs> tackle game, and he has done nothing since. And I feel yeah, like every so time I see him on the TV, he is missing a tackle. Like, Oh, boy. I don't know what his actual missed tackle numbers are, but I imagine it's a lot because this dude whiffs on so many. It is unreal. He doesn't wrap up. I mean, he's just throwing a shoulder and just diving out the way is what it looks like. So, 
so he's been disappointing, and I would cut him just out of spite if I <laughs> if I still had him <laughs> on my team. Uh, Quentin Williams, I mean, he that interception saved him this week. He's not been hitting home like we expected, so that's it's a little concerning. But this defense has been lights out uh, as a as yeah. an NFL unit. They, they held the only other undefeated team to just 14 points. So pretty damn impressive. <laughs> well, when you lose an offensive lineman or two, it's kind of hard to yeah. put up True. a decent fight. So, yeah, uh, you know, if Bryce Hall could be – well, no, they're on a bye next this week. So never mind. Another. I was going to say, yeah. I this think we finally get them all. <laughs> yeah, I think this is by Mageddon this week. I was, I was going to say he was worth streaming again, but uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, the other the other guys might be healthy after the bye, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, Quinn Williams kind of starting to scare me with the production. You know, he's yeah, he's saving yeah. himself with an interception and a sack, but like everything, the tackles aren't there. I mean, he was being drafted as one of the top defensive tackles. You know, he yeah. was top three guy in just about every draft. And you are not getting top three production on this guy, no. um, even against good matchups. So I, I don't want to tell you to cut a guy with that potential, but if it's redraft, right, and you're not getting points, if there's a guy that is, then I, I would do it. Yeah, especially if you're just starting like one defensive tackle, yeah. like give me like a Javon Hargrave with the with the tackle floor and the sack upside right now. Right, right. Um, like, yeah, he's he's keeping his head above water production wise, but you know, it's not by a lot. As soon as you, <laughs> yeah, as soon as he misses on a huge, you know, turnover or sack, you're you know, he could literally cost you a week. So, right. Yeah, shallow leagues like we would Aaron Donald and and get a stream him if stream. you got to. No, everything else is just kind of outliers, I think. Bryce Huff has yeah. games like this every so often. I I'm You'll not gonna chase call that. It. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Next week it'll be Franklin Myers. And the next week it'll right. be Quinton Jefferson. Like it'll be a new guy each week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we'll get the the rookie in there one week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, my guy Will McDonald is just crushing me. He's don't know he's why he's playing anytime. I, I don't know it's why. Crazy. He looks. He looks so good out there. Pre, I, know. I know it was preseason, all that, but he looked like a monster. I agree. I don't get it. I, I, I maybe they're just preserving him. Maybe they'll unleash him during the playoffs if they can make it. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, it's another one with the coaching. Coaching's killing us. Right. Still a guy I'm holding on to dearly in Dynasty, so uh, don't get too discouraged in Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty is a whole other monster. Uh, I'm talking mostly from redraft perspectives when, yeah. when I'm talking about cutting a guy or dropping a guy, or trading, whatever. Uh, yeah, don't don't take any of that to the, the Dynasty <laughs> bank. Right, right. Well, yeah, we'll always, uh, you know, make designation there. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, two more games, uh, Lions and Bucks. Uh, we had Alex Anzalone turn in a really nice game 
Uh, 21 points on 100% snaps, uh, seven solos, two assists, TFL, two pass defended. So very nice. Yeah. Uh, Yay. It's annoying. I know it's <laughs> annoying, but he's still out there for 100 freaking percent of snaps. But hey, we'll talk. We'll see it here. I mean, Jack Campbell at least gave us some production. So uh, for once, um, Will Harris right. is is stealing the Brian Branch points. So two really good weeks for him in a row. So while Branch continues to potentially miss time, you know, Will Harris is is Will is Brian Branch. Um, so 15 and a half points on 70% of snaps comes away with another interception this week. Uh, Tracy Walker gives us a good game. That's, I was expecting this last week, but Hey, a week late, I'll take it. Uh, 14 points, hundred percent of snaps. Um, Kirby Joseph right behind him, the other safety, 12 points, hundred percent of snaps. Um, Julian Aquara, the edge rusher defensive end. 12 points on just 27% of snaps. Also played special teams and gave us some stats, but does get home for a sack. So not really chasing that. The only sack of, uh, for the Lions in this one. So that's kind of disappointing. Um, but, yeah, the Tampa Bay has been a bad matchup, not giving up uh, a lot of sacks. Baker not taking a lot of sacks this year. So um, Cameron Sutton, the corner, 11 points, 100% of snaps. He, he'll have these this kind of a ceiling game for him, unfortunately, because we've seen him disappear um, despite playing 100% of snaps in uh, a handful of games this year. So, hey, we'll we'll take the, uh, the double digit uh, this week. Um, Jack Campbell, 10 points, 52% of snaps, seven total tackles, nothing else, four assists, three solos. Hey, we'll, we'll take it at this point. <laughs> um, Jerry Jacobs, the corner, six points, 100%. Benino Jones, the D tackle, five points, 41%. Aiden Hutchinson, the DN, just four points on 89%. Down game. You got to just eat that. Uh, Derek Barnes, still unfortunately playing LB2 snaps, but no production, just three points on 79%. Also uh, chipped in a tackle on special teams. So. Hopefully this means Jack Campbell, this coaching will start to see it. Like, let's go. Uh, Isaiah Boggs, the defensive tackle, three points on 30%. Levi on Wuzerki, two points, 20%. Uh, John Kaminsky, the DN, just one point on 75%. He's more of a matchup play. Uh, same with only McNeil, the D tackle, just one point, but played 70% of snaps. Uh, that's really nice to see for a D tackle. So, Again, a better matchup, a weaker line. You you might want to consider those guys in super deep leagues. Uh, Romeo Aquara, the brother, uh, just one point on 16%. So uh, how about the Lions? Yeah, McNeil had been putting together some solid weeks. Um, yes. So, so this was a bit of a down, yeah, just yeah. bad matchup. Uh, what we're looking at, 56 tackles for 100%. So... Low snaps, tougher matchup. We're we're seeing the entire defensive line here struggle a bit. Um, right, and you just gotta take that. You know, like I said with Hutchinson, if you were playing McNeil, yep. I know a lot of people had picked him up and were. Uh, this is just just a bad week. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, I think Baltimore is next, and they are a better matchup. Okay, uh, maybe I think so. Uh, yeah, the I know the Bucks were like really bad in giving up mm-hmm. fantasy points. So this was, yeah, this was kind of be, to be expected. Like they're just not giving up sacks. So um, and Baltimore, 
that's got to be a better matchup. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I know they're a really good linebacker matchup, and I believe a decent okay. safety matchup. So, yeah, expect these. I mean, Anzalone could put a, put together another good week next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as we all love to see it, um, it could happen. Campbell. Until this team just starts losing a bunch of games, I don't see his production going up. Yeah, no, they're not going to. Ah, they're, if they're it ain't broke, don't this. fix it. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with the, with all the problems they're having at defensive back and just trying yeah. to keep guys moving there. They're not going to mess with anything else that isn't broken. Mm-hmm. So until those guys start coming back, you know, if you get Gardner Johnson back, Branch back. Then you might fiddle with a linebacker too, but I'm not holding my breath on on Campbell right now. Sutton, it was nice seeing a good game from him, but I don't trust him enough weekly. Harris, as long as he's in that role, I think he's he's worth a start. Yeah, until Branch comes back, he's he is Brian yeah. Branch. So you probably weren't betting Brian Branch as much as like Will Harris right. is just not very good at football. He in this role, it's all about opportunity. So exactly, I agree. Uh, it, and Jerry Jacobs, you know, a lot of people had picked him up. He was getting the interceptions and you know mm-hmm. all the big plays. He just didn't get him this week. So streaming, your, you got to yeah. got to pick the right matchup. Your corners are always going to be lumpy. <laughs> right. That's all about right. it. On the Buccaneers side, it was a Levante David game, not a Devin White game. So 30 points, 100% snaps. David is the one who gets the sack this week um, and a really strong tackle game. Nine solos, three assists. Uh, pretty big drop off from there. Joe Tryon, though, 14 points on 73% of snaps. We like that. Uh, we like to see him trending up, did get home for a sack, and, hey, chipped in a pass defended, a TFL, an assist, and three solos. So uh, maybe he's finally realizing his potential uh, at the former first-rounder. Vita Vea just becoming more of a fantasy-reliant defensive tackle over these past few weeks. Really nice to see. 14 points, 63% of snaps. So we love to see that. Forced to fumble, which is very important. Uh, Christian Izine is the other cheat code for MFL right now. Um, he's sort of a – he's got corner – he's a cornerback, but plays kind of like safety at times. Uh, so he's sort of a cheat code, 12 and a half points, only 53% of snaps this week. Um, Devin White, hey, 11 points on 100%, four solos, three assists with nothing else. That's That's a floor game for him, I would say. So not horrible. Um, the rookie first rounder defensive tackle, Kalijah Cansey, 11 points on 57%. I think that's his highest mark of the year and got home with a sack. So you like to see that for, for your dynasty, uh, DT required league. So, uh, definitely got to keep an eye on Jamel Dean, the corner, 10 and a half points on hundred percent. Ryan Neal, the safety, nine points on 96%. Uh, three solos, three assists, and nothing else. Both of the safeties kind of disappointed in what we thought was going to be an awesome, awesome matchup for them. And it was just, yeah, they just didn't produce. Uh, Carlton Davis, the corner, eight and a half points on 100%. Floor game for him. Antoine Winfield, the safety, uh, just six points on 100% of snaps. Two solos, two assists, nothing else. Unfortunate. 
Uh, Shaq Barrett, just 6.64% of snaps. Uh, kind of a floor game for him. Cam Gill, backup DN, five points on 23% plus special teams. Uh, Yaya Diaby, four points on 43%, uh, the, the rookie defensive end. Uh, Zion McCollum, two and a half points on just 3%, a, very much a backup corner. Uh, William Golston, the defensive tackle, two points, 21%. Logan Hall, 1.47%, the defensive tackle, former second rounder, kind of a bust, I think. Uh, and Greg Gaines, the backup defense tackle, 1.34%. Um, I don't have a lot for the Buccaneers here. Yeah, Vita Vea, I mean, he's been fantastic this year. And it's good to see yeah. him keep that good streak going. Um, Elijah Kansley, this is like his first real game outside of a few snaps week one. He's been injured the rest of the season. So to see him come out and get a sack right away, that's that's very encouraging. Jamel Dean, Ryan Neal just came back. Uh, like I say, it was a letdown. This was a good matchup for safeties, mm-hmm. or had been. Looked good on paper, yeah. and it just didn't manifest this week. So that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Jamel Dean, he goes back to being uh, a good streaming option until right. he's hurt it, until he's hurt again. <laughs> yeah it feels like he gets hurt quite often so uh definitely worth looking into the dean or davis for streaming options other than that mm-hmm. that's about what we'd expect david's gonna have these big games and white will take the back seat and then the next week it'll be the opposite yep it'll flip flop yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and yeah, Joe Tryon, you know, nice to see him with the sack here. Um, he's gonna be sack or bust, of course, but hey, right. Uh, the snap share is terrible. really nice. Yeah, yeah. He's yep. it seems like he's kind of overtaking Shaq Barrett as the primary like edge rusher. So right. Yeah, it's good to see him growing. Um, uh, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. worth a look if he's still out there, uh, especially this one. Let me make sure they're in on buy. Uh no, we're good. So, uh, yeah, if he's available, he can be worth a pickup. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Neal played 96%. Great to see him back to that level. You're probably going to continue to roll him and Winfield out regardless of the matchup. I mean, their ceilings yeah. are pretty pretty darn high. This is just uh, just kind of – that's the way it lands sometimes. Weird you know? game. Just a weird game that, you know, that there wasn't more tackles for the safeties and the corners mm-hmm. in this. Uh, with the would, way that, would have expected the Bucks to convert more and be have the offense. I mean, seventy snaps is right. fine, but just yeah, it just wasn't. It was weird. <laughs> it, it's it's odd because the you know the Lions were you know more pass heavy. They're running out of running backs, so uh-huh. uh, you know right. the tight end. You know Laporta was getting a lot of catches and all too. So you would think the safeties would be up there making these tackles. The corners mm-hmm. would be making these tackles. So. Just a little odd that these numbers are a little low, and they're just not turning the ball over enough to, to get any big plays on them. So, just a weird week. Yep. All righty, finally made it to the Giants and the Bills. Um, Giants, my guy Bobby O, uh, tops the leaderboard, twenty-eight points, hundred percent of snaps, eight solo, three assists, two TFLs, two pass defended, and forced a fumble. Uh, Micah McFadden right behind him at 22 and a half points, 79%. Uh, McFadden got an interception and recovered the fumble. 
So uh, his his games were carried by those splash plays there. Uh, Adoree Jackson, the corner, 15 points, 79%. Xavier McKinney, the safety, at least got us to double digits this week. Uh, a disappointing mm. year so far for, for pretty much everyone outside of Oakley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's just bad. So 11 points on 100% of snaps. Leonard Williams, 10 points, 90%. Jason Pinnock, after the monster game, just six points on 100%. Cordell Flott, the corner, 5.66%. Dane Belton, the backup safety, five points, 23%. Gave us uh, one of his tackles on special teams. Uh, Jihad Ward, the defensive tackle, 4.67%. Trey Hawkins, uh, the corner, three and a half points, 18%. Darnay Holmes, the corner, three and a half points, 15%. Deontay Banks, the rookie corner, uh, played 100% of snaps, but just two and a half points, one solo. That's not great. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, another guy who's forcing us to start him, but just two points, playing 92% of snaps. That's Max Crosby level, and he's just not giving it to us. Uh, one solo, nothing else. Dexter Lawrence, a stinker, two points, one solo on 80%. Uh, Ashawn Robinson matched that production uh, on just 10%. The backup defensive tackle. Uh, Rakeem Nunez-Roach, uh, the other defensive tackle, one point, 31%. Carlos Boogie Basham, the defensive end, just one point on 15%. And here lies Isaiah Simmons, uh, back to what he's supposed to be, zero points on 18% of snaps, played 43% of special teams, zero burger after a 100% snap game in relief of Micah McFadden. So this is Micah McFadden's job when healthy. Isaiah Simmons should not be rostered and only played if Micah McFadden goes back down with injury. And he continues to be rostered everywhere. People yes. just... Cannot let him go. Um, you owe him nothing. He'll <laughs> drop the dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is McFadden doesn't play 100%, but Simmons did in relief for him, which mm-hmm. I found just wild. I assume it's more of his skill set to drop into coverage a little more there. So I noticed that too. I was like, Ugh. I was a You're little right. scared there for a yeah. minute, but I was like, ah, it's Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yep, back to earth. Uh, Yeah, Okari K is the guy here. I'm with you. McKinney's been disappointing. Uh, uh, Solid, but not great. We were hoping for great. Um, A lot of disappointment here. Deontay Banks, I thought, would have a good season. He has not really done much of anything. Thibodeau. He's flashed like one week, I think. Yeah, one, maybe. Uh, Low tackle numbers. Lawrence, uh, he's been down. I mean, just mm-hmm. it's it's not good in New York right now on either side of the ball. No. <laughs> yeah. Once you get past the, the two linebackers and then uh, McKinney, it's that's about it. Pinnock, he's had some good weeks, but you can't rely on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's oof, it's ugly. But yeah. Thibodeau, I might try to stash if you can afford it because he's just he's getting the snaps and I feel like he's got a good ceiling, but man, it's frustrating. <laughs> I, I don't know why they're not getting any pressure here. Is it just not enough push from the inside to go with it? Mm-hmm. I mean, because last year, you know, with Ojalari and Thibodeau, we were like, hey, this could be an up and coming, you know, duo here. And mm-hmm. 
flat on their face right now. Did Ojolari officially go to IR? I, I think I saw that. I think that. so. I think I've seen that as well. Yes, he did. So let's hope he can figure it out and get right. <laughs> yeah, they need somebody to rush the pass. I'm surprised Boogie Basham hasn't turned into something. You know, they traded for him. I was like, finally, you know, he's going to break out. Do He's done nothing. They're just not giving him the snaps either. And I don't yeah, know why. I can really give him an opportunity. So they have yeah. nothing to lose by putting him in there and giving him a shot. Yeah, agree. I don't get it. All right. Um, for Buffalo, we had huge games from the defensive backfield. So Teron Johnson, 31 points, 95%, nine solos, six assists. So huge tackles and also a pass defended. Um, Christian Benford regains his uh, 100% of snap roll, uh, 24.5 points, eight solos, one assist, a TFL, and a pass defended. Uh, so the despite the Giants' woes, they continue to be an awesome matchup for uh, the defense backfield. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any it's sense. It but somehow sense. corners – Corners just eat, eat, eat yeah. against this team. So if you're I've, streaming I've been, corners. That's exactly what I've been doing. I've been streaming against the Giants uh, <laughs> cornerbacks. And it makes zero sense because that offense doesn't look like it gives up any it. tackles to, to corners. It's wild. Uh, so whether it's Tarad or Daniel Jones, it appears safe to continue. Because <laughs> I was a little – I was yeah. like, all right, corners – we're doing so right. good because it was Daniel Jones, but hey, look at this. They're going to stay at the top of matchups. <laughs> well, then um, when Barkley was out, I thought, well, maybe it has something to do with him not being in there. Well, he come back, he's true. getting all the rushes, and it's still the corners. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Bernard continues a monster breakout 24 points, 100% of snaps. Dorian Williams, uh, so hey, I guess I was wrong. Um, he we took were. over as LV2. What's that? All those were, yeah. We they they threw us a curveball with the way they handled things last week. So, Dorian Williams, 17 yeah. points, 84 percent of snaps. So, we'll, we'll dig in there. Uh, I started both Leonard Floyd and Greg Rousseau in one league. And it worked out. Um, we had yeah. 11 points for Floyd on 58%, who got the sack. Rousseau gave you 10 points without the sack, which is unlike him. So uh, very mm -hmm. nice to, to have that. Uh, AJ Epinesa still, you know, got home again this week. Uh, 10 points, but just 27% of snaps. People are still going to fall for it. I'm telling you, he's going to disappear here soon. He's going back to a pumpkin as Von Miller continues to ramp up. So. If you want to, unless you're in the best ball league, don't waste your time. Um, Micah Hyde, nine points, 100% of snaps. Jordan Poyer, seven points on 100%. Kair Elam, the corner, six points on 100%. Steer Neal, five points on just 15, 17%, the backup corner. So here's Tyrell Dodson, uh, the linebacker, just four points, 5% of defensive snaps, played 81% on special teams. Uh, Shaq Lawson, three, the DN, 3.17%. Jordan Phillips, the DT, two points on 48%. Puna Ford, the DT, 1.25%. Another huge letdown here. And Oliver, zero points on 87% of snaps. 
and Von Miller with a zero on 35%. So we saw Von Miller uh, creep up, but no production this week. So a lot to talk about. Let's start with Dorian Williams versus Tyrell Dodson. So what happened when Matt Milano went out last week? It was Dorian Williams who came in first um, on the first drive, maybe two after Milano, but Dodson kind of finished the game and, and finished with a higher snap count. So that led us to believe that Dodson would get the shot this week and we were just wrong. Uh, so the teams kind of tricked us on that one because there was no clear better player uh, between Williams and Dodson. Despite people's love for Williams, he was a new shiny rookie, but a third rounder. Uh, Terrell Bernard is a third rounder. You know, I was team Bernard all season, so I'm glad to have hit that. But definitely wrong here on Williams versus Dodson. So it appears it is Williams' job. Do you concur? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was thrown for the same curveball, and it was Williams yeah. just about all game except for like the final drive this time, and it, then it was Dotson. And so, so weird. I don't get it if it was just the passing plays that they knew were coming, or, or I, I don't understand what's going on. I really don't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if AJ Klein is the guy next week just to really piss us off. <laughs> that would be fitting. Uh, yeah, so I'm trusting Bernard. He's he's proven all season that that he's a guy. Uh, Williams is getting the playing time, so if you're going to choose one, go with Williams. I picked up Epinesa in several leagues this week, just for this matchup because I think nice. the Giants aren't good. So I went with that, right. and I'll be dropping him again uh, th this next week. Just that's how to do it. And I'm, I'm dropping. Yeah. Another guy I picked up uh, who I was surprised was out there was Ed Oliver. That guy goose egged mm -hmm. me so bad this week. I've, I've been upset. <laughs> what happened? The, you know what? He was, he was known for doing this prior to this year. And literally in my write-up, I was like, you could finally trust Ed Oliver. So I'm mushing people the other way. So – in the beginning of the year, I was calling Kyle Hamilton a bust, and then he had his monster breakout. Yeah. But he's kind of going back to a bust. Um, I was giving someone else a hard time, and they broke out. Um, so now I finally say that Ed Oliver is trustworthy, and he gives us a zero burger. So I'm just mushing people the wrong way, one way or the other here this season. I don't know, man. But he's he did this his so far his entire career. He'll give you – this huge game and then absolutely nothing. Now he had been super consistent up until this week, but here he is going back to his old tricks of, of the zero burger. So I'm still going to believe that he's coming along and his age is leading him to become a more consistent option. Despite this bad week, I'm going to give him a pass is what I'm saying. I'm giving him a pass for this. week. This matchup was so good. Uh -huh. I don't even know if I can give him the pass. Like, I'm that pissed off about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not happy at all with it. Uh, yeah, what a – jeez. What a goose egg, man. That that one that one's rough. Uh, but, yeah, if you picked up Epinesa, hopefully you did what I did and you played him this week and are going to drop him for, for something better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's Dorian Williams is the best I can tell you. 
Uh, last week I told you you could get Dotson though, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, and Floyd and Rousseau remain streaming matchup plays. This was a good matchup, and you got what you could out of them. That we'll we'll have to I haven't dove in yet, but you know they were they remain pretty much matchup plays. So uh, keep your eyes on the out for the written content on that. Um, but yeah, it looks like you you know go with Dorian Williams, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you have to. Uh, even if he's not going to get you know the entire game, he's getting the majority right now. Um, yeah. It was Dotson last week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's possible it could change again. Um, if you can afford to stay away from this duo, I would. Sure. Just to give it one more week because, like, mm-hmm. after last week, we all knew it was Dotson because he played the entire game. Yeah. And then this week we know it's Williams because he played the entire game. So we know nothing <laughs> is what I'm getting uh-huh. at. Uh, no, that's a very good point. Be maybe cautiously optimistic with Williams. Right. Right. Uh, but that's – he's the one I would lean to right now. But if you can afford to not pick up either one or have to play either one, that would be your best option right now. Gotcha. And – the last thing I see here is Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. I was expecting a better game from these two. Yeah. Uh, with the uncertainty, the with the uncertainty in front of them at, at linebacker, I thought, you know, Williams and Dotson, they're going to come in, both be kind of a rookie-like and, and miss a bunch. These guys would come in behind and clean up and wreck up a few more tackles, and it didn't happen. Um, so I'm ready to cut either one of these guys. If anybody's still yeah. holding on to Poyer, there, there's there's no need. He's just not the same guy anymore. Gotcha. Fair enough. Does that do it? That's it. Well, dude, we're about to go to three hours here. We've just crushed the previous record between me and Mr. Double underscore Sicoli by about 10 a solid 10, 15 minutes here. So congratulations. Uh, God bless. I don't know if that's good everyone. or bad. <laughs> no, I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, God bless anybody who's going to stick around for all three hours. I think yeah. we've, it's worth it. Uh, we are going to have the, the timestamps to per game. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's flashing across. So you can hop around to the get different games that you care about. But Boy, this is this is awesome. This is so much fun. I really appreciate uh, you know pulling the the relief duty here. Uh, Matt couldn't make it this week. I uh, you know probably be back next week. So, um, but boy, uh, thank you. And you did great. Um, really appreciate it. So uh, tell tell everyone where they can find you again. And uh, and and yeah, just give us give us your spiel <laughs> and everything right. you work with, uh, everything yeah. that you contribute to, not just here. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I've enjoyed it. Uh, had a lot of fun here. Uh, but yeah, on the Twitter at Sean eight three eight six, you can find me at idpguys.org, doing some write ups, doing some start sits on Sunday mornings. In the Discord, that's that's where I hang around a lot. We're there all the time, ready for all questions, start sits, trade. Anything you can think of, if you want to talk about Star Wars, we're there for that. So anything you want, come check us out the Discord. Uh, still do a little bit with IDP Nation as well. Yeah, um, yeah. We haven't been doing a whole lot over there. It's been hard to 
get us all together to to do some pods there. So hopefully we'll get that yeah. back on track soon. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yes. Personalized yeah. getting in the way of our fantasy lives here. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, right? Uh, that's the way it rolls sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But yes, you're doing awesome work here. Uh great debut on the IDP plus pod. I know you've been hopping on to start sits helping people. Um, and the written content is just out of this world. So uh re really appreciate everything. So yeah, I, um, I appreciate the kind words there. <laughs> for sure. Uh very, very much deserved. So um all right and i am dynasty santa steve thomason uh on the twitters as well uh dms are open although i think you have to be verified now but who knows you can always just tag me or tag the idp guys uh, account if you need any help but we certainly would prefer you come on in as a subscriber jump into that discord you'll get immediate access 24 7 access to myself and all the other great analysts for your idp and offense you should see how much offense gets talked in the discord it's crazy but we help with everything so we're specialists in idp but we know we know our stuff with offense as well so you get the full uh round uh, you know coverage for fantasy offense and defense use the code idp plus pod plus sign for 10 percent off and give us a shot and uh we'll see you next week and thanks for listening For a prize for my new league, a belt or a ring or a nice trophy. My IDP guys went and had my back. The best swag online for champs is found on Trophy Smack. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Good, so good, I have to sing. Go and check them out, they have everything. I can show that I'm the master of my craft. I'm a champion in fantasy and I won't let you forget that. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com.